Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrantz, Palbociclib. Ibrantz 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrantz and visit Ibrantz.com. Ibrantz may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrantz may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrantz, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists. Like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. And it's Drake Chess Motherfucking Podcast. Make some He's a legendary Queens rapper. Hey, hey, say greetings, your boy N-O-R-E. He's a Miami hip-hop pioneer. What up is DJ EFN? Together, they drink it up with some of the biggest players. You know what I mean? In the most professional, unprofessional podcast. And your number one source for drunk facts. It's Drink Champs Motherfucking Podcast. Where every day is New Year's Eve. It's time for Drink Champs. Drink up, motherfucker. What it good be, hopefully this what it should be. This is your boy N-A-O-N-A-A. What up, it's DJ EFN. And this is motherfucking Miller Tim Crazy War Podcast. Motherfucking Dream Champs, Happy Hour, and all type of crazy shit. Make some love! And right now, when you talk about the definition of CEO, when you talk about a person who stood by hip-hop and put on the likes of people, your favorite acts like Wu-Tang Clan, mm. Big Pun, uh, 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 Dead Prez, uh, uh, Mob Deep, uh, these are people that you probably wouldn't even You probably wouldn't even know if this guy You know, gave Fat Joe a great opportunity This guy is out here, and he's still out here He's dated some of the most beautiful women in the world So we're gonna get into that 
We also heard he had the keys to a Vegas strip club by himself. <laughs> in a beautiful way. Look, he's blushing. <laughs> in a beautiful way. This guy's been doing, you know, been out in this music industry and has kept it the real. Street team if, game. If the street team he game. invented the street team. He invented yeah. it. If you look at the Wu-Tang Clan documentary, which I think is one of the most uh, greatest, beautifulest documentary, you can see him in there. He actually has hair. Phenomenal hair, too. He looked like the Fonz. <laughs> If you don't know who I'm talking about, I'm talking about my good friend, Steve motherfucking Rifkin. Now, now that is a debate. That is a, a hip-hop debate, right? Uh, who invented the street team? Okay. <laughs> I mean, well, I don't know. But, but if you remember. Okay. When yeah. we did Drink Champs in L.A. in my office in mm -hmm. L.A., mm -hmm. what Puff said. Mm -hmm. Okay, I forgot. I forgot. Damn, there was so much going on there. What did he say? He's, he did admit that. Yeah, he did. Why admit Puff that. is trying to say that he? No, 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 no he no. never. You know, he never. I mean, right. me and Puff were always right. close. So, I mean, right, right. but how did you develop even that, right, Steve? Because at the time, hip hop was just—it was like Billboard uh, uh, um, driven mm -hmm. and things of that nature. How did you say, you know what? I'm gonna get a, a, a crew, and you know, because like it's basically like like but, did something but, but, inspire but to, that? It was, it was more than that. Okay, so, I was really dyslexic as a kid. Mm. Um, we're all dyslexic at yeah, this table, yeah, yeah, actually. Yeah, so, you know, where all Jews go, mm -hmm. when they get old, they move down to Miami. So <laughs> my, my grandparents moved to Miami. Okay. And um, my grandfather called me. Your my, gra my grandfather called me. Okay. And he said, um, you got to get your shit together. Wow. You're going to end up dead or you're going to end up in jail. Wow. He goes, why don't you go work with your dad? Mm -hmm. So my dad had a label mm -hmm. called Spring Records. So that was... Fatback band who put out the first hip hop mm. record. Wow. Yeah. Millie Jackson. Wow. Joe Simon and wow. James and James Brown. Wow. And James Brown through Polygram. Yes. Wow. wow. So he sent me on the road when I was 18 years old. I didn't go to college. Mm. So I'm visiting radio stations and visiting people my age now. Right. Right. And I was like, what the fuck do I want to hang out with a 50 year old? Right. Yeah. So I ended up going back to the colleges. Mm. So I knew what an intern was, you know, where it would be like, all right, I'm just going to send you some records. <coughs> you know, nobody was making really T-shirts at the time. Yeah. There were no really poster boards. There, there wasn't any of that. Right. And I just started, so I started zigzagging across the country. Mm. And I just put a network of people together. Mm. So, and that, that's how it really all so started. So that's the precursor of, like, street teams and region, so regional this, street teams. This is 1981. Wow. 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 This is 1982. So, you know, then... My dad gave Russell his first deal. Russell said, "Yeah, wow. with at uh, Polygram, at Spring, with okay. a record called okay. Dollar Billio by Jimmy Spicer." Mm. Okay. So I kept on just—they just kept me on the road, mm. and I, I just started networking and just meeting like all these colleagues. When you say they kept you on the road, you talking about like artists, or you talking about the label? Well, I. The label was really my dad's label, but okay. I really wasn't working for him. He was just trying to see if oh. I had any heart and any balls to do this. Right. Okay. And right. I, you know, don't forget there was no GPS. You would have to right. take out a map and just figure yeah. out how you're going to get from Atlanta to Alabama, oh, yeah, and just yeah. like uh, if the, you had the maps, make, the paper no, maps. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, yeah. The, no cell phones, right. so you'd have to walk around. You know, I, every night I, I right. left, there would be like ten dollars worth of quarters, mm. and just. So okay. So, so then when was the, when was the point where you said this is the street team like like this? This was that was 1988. 
Because other was other labels hiring you to do that, or this was something you was doing on so, your own. So you had a marketing company. I had, yeah. I had before there was Lab. There was a Stephen Rifkin company. Okay, right, right. So that was the marketing. So company. the SRC so, was SRC. before Lab. Yeah, I thought right. SRC was after Lab. It just the, the it second, it second record. Record. Okay. Okay. That was the yeah. second record I company. Over my head. Right. Okay. So <laughs> Stephen Rifkin company was an independent promotion company. Mm. Right. So I, I ran out. I moved. Met a chick. Moved out to LA. Right. Hooked up with a company called Delicious Vinyl. Yeah. They had Tone Loke great, and, Yeah, great label Tone yeah. Loke and Young MC mm-hmm. So I, I Brand new the, heavies were on there yeah, yeah, did the whole campaign For all those records And it was just Now I'm putting The street team together mm. They they moved They moved And I really always wanted To have my own company So I was like You know, I'm going to keep Your guys' office So I think I had $3,000 to my name wow. And I made brochures Wow And I was going to New York For um, my cousin's wedding wow. And I sent um all the brochures out to all the different labels and I came back with $140,000 worth of business. Mm. From brochures? Wow. Yeah, like I said, but I sent it to every record company wow. and I just said, this is what we're going to handle. We're going to handle BET, we're going to handle MTV, we're going to handle college radio, we're going to handle mix show radio. Wow. And it was never about, and it was never about mainstream radio. Wow. Right. Wow. And, um, knock on wood, I mean, Is, is that where the mix show power summons came from? Well, like, because like that, that was that came from Renee, but that yeah. th- that came like in the mid nineties, and that okay. and that was after uh, How Can I Be Down too. I yeah. think How Can I Be Down started inspiring all that stuff. Okay, all right. What was well, Jack the Rapper was the first one. No, no, wow. the original. That's Jack the original. Hundred percent. Yeah, wow. the original. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's Jack the Rapper. Then it's what? Then it's How Can I Be Down. Wow. And then it's Make Show Power Summit. But yeah. there was a convention that I went to. The college radio. Yeah. Um, the, Ga- the Gavin Report. Yeah. They, but, yeah. But, my dad took me to a convention when I was 18 years old. I mean, mm. it was just, it was in Miami at the Diplomat Hotel, and it was called the Narn Convention. And it was mostly a sales convention. Wow. But it the, just happened right now. Yeah, but the yeah. pussy there was like, holy shit. You like, said the pussy? The pussy was okay. ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't ready. Yeah, I wasn't ready. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, it was just uh-huh. ridiculous. I was like, wow, I think I really want to be in this record business. Right. And this is the, all right, so, boom, now you develop the street team. Now, loud. I know I'm bouncing around at all day, but let's just, yeah. just, just go because this was this was like quintessential. Like if you were, you know, from an artist that just wanted to stay an artist, that was known that now let you do what the fuck you you want to do. But I gotta be honest with you, it started with Wu Tang Clan. I can remember me seeing Protect Your Neck for the first time, and I'm like, no one cares about these people. Like that was like different. Like. So like, what, what what was it? What was it like meeting? I, I know we spoke like lightly. Who, who were the first artists signed to Loud? Because I remember seeing a uh, Twister. 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 Twister was the first artist. And so, then Mob so Deep shortly after. Nah. So no? it was Twister. Was a, a group out of L.A. called Madcap that yeah. had caught a nice little buzz. Now then the Licks. The Licks. The Licks. Okay. And this is your time in L.A. that's inspiring these signing yeah, these I, artists. I mean, Last started in L.A. So that's why, because you're you're you're. Coming out of New York at some point, and it's, you're signing these underground LA artists. Exactly. The Licks, Exhibit, all these guys. So Exhibit, Exhibit was after. It was the Licks, and then I was in New York for my 31st birthday. Mm. Mm. And Rizzo just showed up after me trying to reach him for three weeks. And he was um, Rakim? He was Prince Rakim at Prince the time. Prince Rakim at the time, gag. So. so he comes up. I'm in an office no bigger than this, no bigger than this table. Mm-hmm. And um, I was with East Swift from the Alcoholics. Mm-hmm. And he goes, do you mind if I bring the guys up? East Swift and Alcoholics are saying this. No, Rizza, Rizza. Rizza is saying that. Okay. So the whole the whole clan comes up. 
office was the size of this table. Right. They put the record on. They stopped performing. Is it Protect Your Neck? It was Protect Your Neck. Okay. Some guy comes running through the office. And to this day, I don't know if I was set up by Rizzo or if oh. the guy really worked. Oh, the I see the documentary. And he says, "That's that shit." <laughs> and he walks out. I've never seen him again. Right, right. No, I, it was a plan. It was an implant. This is what I want. That's what I want to know from you, right? At the time, you're a hip hop fan, all right? And everything in hip hop, right? If you was to bring even Capone and Noriega, yeah. people would compare us to Mob Deep. Uh, if you was gonna pray, prepare, you know, it's, it's you know, they always you granddad that you rock him, Nas rock him. At the time when it's nine motherfuckers, there is not one fucking thing that you can compare them to. So I, did that? Did that? Did that frustrate you? No, it didn't did that, because and it seemed I, that it wasn't intimidating either. Nah, like so many I people. Mean, no, just <laughs> don't forget. I never considered myself an A and R guy, right? Mm. right? I, I only, always considered myself a promotion guy. Okay. I mean, that, that's what I came first. Right. Okay. So, before there was research, mm. there was re- right. I had the street team. Mm-hmm. So my guy in Detroit mm. is Tell calling me. my A and R guy on the West Coast. Mm. This record is blowing the fuck up. Yeah. Like, oh, so, so they white they white labeled it. Prior to I, no, they, yeah. yeah, they were doing their own. They, their they, own promo. they oh, the orig- one of the original yeah. records. Yeah, I never knew that part. So that yeah. they, that original video was them doing it. The, oh yeah. Yes. Oh yes. fuck. Yeah. 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 And they were doing college oh, runs. They were going around yeah. college runs. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. When I first saw that, I was like, Nah, there's no record label that loves them, man. Like you look at my first time seeing it because you know you had all these hype William videos at the time. Nah, you no, see that? Hype later. We didn't hype his first video. Wait a minute. Did we just go there? <laughs> no, 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 open up both right now. Come on, there. Yo, how many bottles are you opening, man? Yeah, just one. Just one. <laughs> I gotta take this back to a bottle. I'm sure well, they'll let you get it again. Yeah, come on. They ain't gonna steal it, goddamn. But, okay, hold on. You gave hype his first? I'm almost positive. Yeah. Okay, I mean, and this was with Wu Tang Clan? This is this was Wu-Tang. the shit when y'all walking this up the is, wall? No, this is Canopy Also Simple with, um, with Ray and Ghost. Damn. I didn't even realize that was hype. Yeah. I can't sing. Don't, don't, don't let me finish that. So, okay. Because we're bouncing all around. Meet, meet, the business says there's nine of us. Because was it ten at first? No, it was eight. It was everybody but Kappa was away. Kappa so. was away. Okay. So, you meet these guys. How was the first time meeting Old Dirty Bastard? I mean... <laughs> Every time I see an old dirty bastard, he was digging up his nose. I swear to God. <laughs> like, he's like, God bless him. Like, every time, I've never really, I, don't, I think I've gave old dirty bastard a five. Like, I met dirty bastard like, like 45 times in my life, and I probably gave him like a, a real five, like twice. Because I've always been like, yo, come on. He's just always, he was just always a foul character around me. Uh, <laughs> with me, he had a heart of gold. Like, right. I mean, right. I was like big bro to him. I mean, right. it, it was weird. I right. mean, it never had one ounce of, you know. Mm-hmm. Like the day that they ran when he ran on the stage in the Grammys, mm-hmm. when he said Wu Tang is for the children, mm-hmm. I looked across the street mm-hmm. and I already knew that we lost. Like mm-hmm. you know, we got oh. the call uh-huh. and um, he's like, "Well, how come you're not going?" I said, "We already lost, man." He goes, "I just bought this two thousand dollars suit, this, that, so on, so <laughs> on." So after he jumps on stage, who did he lose to? Lauren Hill? I don't know. Come on, has Google that? Yeah, continue. Um, when he goes on stage, he takes. You know the, the the trophy. He comes to my house, knocks on the door. Mm. He's like, "How'd I do?" Mm. 
That was like hip hop's first viral moment. Like, like that was. But viral. he would do that all the time. I saw him and how can I Up be down? down? Yeah. Where it was, I think Capleton was performing. Were you there when he jumped on stage and he did some crazy stuff and it was he like interrupted the whole show? No, I'll tell you a story. Um, we were doing a performance at Gavin. Gavin convention. Uh, yeah, yeah. New, Orleans, New Orleans. So. Um, we're flying there I'm with my uh, wife at the time was pregnant with that first child mm. and um and I feel like you're private I feel like you're private I feel like you was like the first dude I knew flying private planes yes, we'll get back to that yeah, later. We'll, we'll get back to that let's make some noise <laughs> <laughs> yo I thought you said pirate planes no, I'm like you no, no, flying pirate planes no, I remember <laughs> Steve taking pri- uh, private planes like it was like it was like uh, changing drawers I'm not gonna lie <laughs> watch it they out there them loud boys no, but th- 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 this was commercial okay. so I hear Dirty coming, which is the first time I flew first class. It was the first first class ticket that I mm. Mm. that I paid for. So okay. we're sitting in first class, and I hear Dirty, and he goes to his seat, and I don't know what happened, but he starts going off. Okay. And then the flight attendant comes to me. They said, um, <laughs> Mr. Jones, his last name was Jones, mm-hmm. is requesting to see you. Okay. He's not in first class. No. Okay. He's on electric's budget at the time. Okay. Okay. Um, so I go. I to talk to him, and he just, you know, had a feeling about the plane. All right. So I was like, shit. Maybe then let's. If you're having this feeling, I'm not right. going to take a chance. Let's get the fuck off. Right. Right. He goes. Are you really going to get off with me? I'm like, yeah. He goes. Nah, then we're good. Like, as long as I know that we're, we're, we're together. We go down together. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I love that. I'm like, you sure? And he's like, yeah, I'm positive. Right? I'm panicking the whole fucking flight. One little fucking bump, I'm just like, right? right? So, and, he, and he's out like a light sleeping. And like, for four hours, you know, my hands are like. So, so I guess what I'm trying to ask you, right, is... This is like probably the biggest gamble, right? Because having a nine people, um, like having a four man group, is is fucking two man. Two man. Yeah. Just a one man group. I mean, just that's a, yeah, yeah. Right. So how? Because how? Because I, I, I imagine in the beginning they all had one manager. I imagine in the beginning they all just listened to RZA. I imagine you can you can refute this. This is just me being a fan because I, uh-huh. I really was too young, I'm, I'm like a couple of years later. But I imagine from when I see it, when I see, look at the documentary, what was my um, the brother name? Divine. Divine, Divine. I can imagine yeah. like it was when it was all peaches and cream. But when is the moment where you say to myself, when you say to yourself, holy shit, I got rock, the, which, we're gonna be considered the new rock stars and they're fucking signed to me. Like when does that moment hit you? It never really. No, come on, Steve. Nah, I, I mean, I was just, you know, I found out we went gold the day you got son got shot. Damn, I saw uh, that. Um, and this is the first album. This is the first album. Okay. Yeah. Thirty-six chains. Yeah, and all you know, my brothers with me, who was my mm-hmm. partner in, in lab. God right. bless. God bless. Make some noise for his brother. <laughs> <laughs> um. Mm-hmm. So. It was like, I never really thought of it. it. To me, it was just always, because I always felt we were the underdog. So it, to me, it was just always taking it to the next level. So if we went to gold, how are we going to get to platinum? Every, right. Everything like that. So. And let me ask you, when you say, it's great what you just said, felt like he was the underdog. I have to ask, well, underdog compared to like 
Puff Daddy, what they had going on, Def Jam, or was it the industry? Universal period, as a whole. You know? Well, we were at BMG at the time. But what I'm saying, me, really, just because I didn't know how to read or write until I was 12, 13 years old. You know, my, my dyslexia, me getting in trouble, it was like, right. my family always looked at me like, oh, he's, you know, the, the crazy one, this, that, you know. Mm. My brother went to school. I didn't go to school. He had a real job. You know, he worked at Electra Records. He was the youngest national wow. promotion guy. Wow. Uh, Wow, that's what I'm talking about, goddamn it. What's your name again? Jonathan. 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 Was gonna resonate. Were we, like, how so were you? Well, that's a great question. Yeah, that's, that's, a great that's an amazing question. question. So right. with Wu Tang, I have a corny saying: "The streets don't lie." Right. Right. So my feedback from the street team right. was just giving me that information that I just knew right. we had something. Right. When Mob Deep came up to the office, I mean, Prodigy wasn't there, but it was Havoc and just Twin. Okay. Twin. Yeah. You know, know that that that, yeah. that whole crew, and they created Ruckus. From the second we had the first meeting, and I was like, you know what? This is the perfect follow-up to what I'm gonna tell right, you. Like the energy. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you as a person that was living in the streets, like after Wu Tang, like I'm gonna tell you the truth. I'm being honest. This is one, one. No one really thought Wu Tang was gonna like not only get signed, but win. Because there's a difference. You and to us in the hood, getting signed, we thought we won. That shit yeah. meant nothing. Getting signed was one part of it. You have to actually go out there and make some amazing records yeah. and things like that. But when Wu-Tang and the fact that, you know, you would always see these artists, like, they'll they'll come out and they'll get a little success and then they'll get polished and then they'll some... For Wu-Tang, it was like, it didn't matter. Like, if one of them were Hollywood, like, if Method Man wore another uh, pants or something, it would be like, you knew Ghostface would say something about it. Like, why the fuck are you doing that? Like, they all kept each other balanced. And this was the first time that I seen hip-hop, like, develop from star, from just being stardom, into mega stardom, where mm. these guys were in Japan and Ichibom and uh, Konichiwa and shit like that. And, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like this, this, this so... I'm wondering, like, you've ne- you you didn't sit back and just was like, wow. No, I didn't have time. Wow. Wow. I didn't have to. But don't forget, there was lad. There was still the marketing company. So at that time, wow. I was still promoting pretty much every hip hop record in the business. Ooh. The only records I oh, didn't promote. Oh, Loud, you're still working for other labels. Yeah. Mm. So SRC still a functioning company. Yeah. As a street team or marketing? No, the marketing street team right. and, wow. and and consulting the labels. Yeah. Wow. So Leo Collins and them had to be mad as shit at you. Come on. <laughs> I mean, to this day, Leo doesn't want to help me. Get out of here! No, I was just playing around. No, I was, <laughs> you get, I was, I was on the nose. Get out of here! Because I think I think you might have scared them up. I think. You, what I do mean, you think? I mean, we just. I mean, like I said, I go back with Russell since I'm 16 years old. Right. Right. But um, Leo, on the other hand, I mean. Right. Oh man, I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't expect to hear this. Yeah. So when was the, when was the moment you and Leo you think fell out? We never really fell out, you know, okay. but when I realized, like, this is really a business and, it, and it's not love, oh, wow. when, he, when he tried to steal mm. Flex. Oh, okay. 
Okay, that's right. From Flex was down yeah. um, 60 Minutes of Funk, yeah. right? Oh. Yeah. And Leo came in, tried to sneak and snoop him. Okay, all right. It makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah, they don't play that shit. You guys, you guys did not play that shit when it comes to that. So, but what, what, what is that from CEO to CEO? Um, okay, hit, hit this out, though. You set up Leo to, to have one of the, the biggest acts ever because when you signed Lau, I think that um, still to this day is one of the most genius hip hop deals ever. Because you mean Wu Tang when you signed Wu? I'm yeah. sorry. I'm yeah. just, I, I, I'm, yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank yeah. you. When you signed Wu Tang, still, but you allowed them to, to to go out. And and Method Man was the first one that was signed. To Def Jam, yeah, correct? Actually, Dirty was the first one signed. Dirty was signed to Electra first? Yeah. My fucking history is fucking getting fun off. <laughs> slipped up. How close was it to the deal that y'all did? I heard, wasn't it like right Dirty, around the same time? No, it was maybe a month before. Because I thought before, Bring the Pain. Right? Yeah. I thought Bring the Pain. Uh, well, Meth came, Meth came out of all the first solo acts. That yeah. broke out. Came first. Don't forget. He okay. had the M.E.T. H.O.D. record. Right. Right? Yeah, yeah, so that, that, which was a Wu-Tang record, yeah. right? M.E.T. H.O.D. Yeah, so that jump started... His Back. solo career, yep. right. right? Then we came with Cream. Right, Cash Rule. Right. right, so that was Ray, Go, not, I mean, Ray, Deck, and Meth on the Hooking. Uh-huh. Right. right. So, and that record just. So, Def Jam signed him from there, or? Def Jam signed him from the MBT record. Let me, so let me ask you, I know I'm bouncing all over the place. Did they have to come to you for clearance? No, so our deal was, don't forget, it started off as a singles deal. The whole clan as a single deal. The whole clan started off as a singles deal. Wow, this is amazing. How many singles? Just the this one single? Amazing. Just one single, and if okay. it hit a certain plateau, it automatically turns into an album. Okay. So within the first week, we did 30,000 right. the first week. Wow. Right? So Hard copies. Not this shit that they're doing now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it automatically goes into, goes into the album. Right. Leon Russell offered Mass, I think it was a buck seventy-five, which was wow. in those days wow. like five million dollars. Right. And he offered Math that, you said. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And there was no I mean, as much as I wanted to match it, Ooh. there was no way I could match it. At the time. Wow. At at the time. Wow. So um and he no. wanted to be at Def Jam. Anyway, so I was like, you know what? It's 91, 92 we talking about. No, this is 93, 94. 93, 94. 93, 94. Okay, my bad. So, in the late 80s, I was managing New Edition for a minute. Oh, shit. What? <laughs> no. That's left field. Why don't you call me Ricky and Mike? Come on, let's go ahead. So, um, and Ralph was wanting to leave the group and everything. And Bobby, Ralph Trezor. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and that's why Johnny came in. So, I was like, the group will always be bigger than the solo, besides, wow. my, besides Michael, right? Wow. So I was like, all right, you know, and to me it was about survival. Right. Right? I, I, I didn't consider myself, I didn't have an A&R staff yet. Right. I had one guy in L.A. I didn't have Maddie or Free yet or right. anything like that. So it was like. So you didn't have to sign off to Matt. It was basically, but he did. He came to you as a, as a respect. No, they, no, they had to. In the deal, we okay. had first right. Okay, first right refused you. Yeah. yeah that's, what I was, that's what I was getting at. So that's. Um, you, you ever regretted that? You ever regretted, like. I mean, th- there's a lot of things. RCA wouldn't have paid for it, you know. Wow. Um, I mean, when Jay and Day came. Right. We get into that. We get into yeah. that. <laughs> we get into that. Let's stay on Wu-Tang right now. We get, we get, so, what? I mean, I, I had a <coughs> report to RCA. So, wow. we, we came out of the blue. RCA's your distribution? Yeah. <coughs> we we came out of the blue. We were based in L.A. I was create, creating havoc, you know. Mm-hmm. I was bonafide fucking nuts. Right. Right? I had a temper, everything else like that. Right. So, I wasn't allowing. Right. 
um, RSA to shit on us, you know. Right. And then we got lucky. There was a guy who actually <coughs> turned into a brother of ours, a guy by the name of Mojo Nicosia. Okay, I heard of him. Who was a promotion guy at RCA. Uh-huh. And we just brought him into our family. And, you know, this this guy just, he stayed at RCA right. and just busted his ass. And he went on a van and he zigzags across the country with the group. Wow. On RCA's time. You no, know, so then, you know and, and then, you know, he got hit by a truck helping promote, you know, promoting oh, our stuff. So, and it was like, when he God got... Bless him. Yeah, when he, um, when he was halfway healed, I said, fuck RCA, you're coming with us. Wow. You know, and then him and my brother, wow. and then there's Rich Isaacson, they literally ran the company. Big up Rich Isaacson. He's uh, at Def Jam now, He's right? at Def Jam uh-huh. now. Yeah. Um, so they literally... You know, ran the company. Jonathan Mojo ran the whole streets and, and radio. Right. Rich ran the company. And it was really, the, you know, the four of us that just, you know, and then we brought in Maddie and then we brought in Free mm. as our A&R guys. And, you know. Because Lau had a motherfucking run, man. Holy moly yeah, yeah. guacamole. I mean, it, it defined, like, the classic era that people talk about in, like, the early to mid-90s of hip-hop that, like, Lau, to me, defined it. Yeah, it yeah. Defines it. Now, now, okay, boom. The clan drops thirty six chambers, right? You know you you know you got you know you got the, the new mega stars, right? Boom! But now Method Man, you um and Method Man is uh, at Def Def Jam. Jam. ODB the, is at Electra, Electra. and Jizza. Jizza's at Geffen. Geffen, that's right. With yeah. a G. Boom! But then you come out with another classic. Wait, wait, but before that, okay. I'm trying to sign Mike Geronimo. Wow! Oh wow! Before Mob Deep, this is okay. This wow. is right around oh, yeah. at the same okay. time. So I meet Irv. Okay. And we couldn't get this fucking sample cleared. For I forget the name of the single, but mm. you know, but the point the point Shit is real, is it? Was that whatever his first single was. Yeah, I think it was right. So we couldn't get the sample cleared. Uh-huh. And um and RC said, just don't waste your time on this. Just focus on Woo and just and shook ones is starting to bubble. Oh yeah, that was yeah, that was a great. Yeah. They were right. But, but <laughs> I don't know. But, okay. but if if we did the deal with Irv, mm, you would have got Jay maybe. Wow, a lot of shit. Oh, DMX, yeah. Yeah. DMX. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ja Rule. I mean, wow. it, it would have been, yeah, like been a game changer. It would have been, like been, like been a whole different story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he went to TVT with Steve Gottlieb with yeah. Mike Geronimo. Wow. So who do you think is crazier? ODB or DMX? No, got I, I manage DMX now. I know. I know. Uh, That's why I got the. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't look at it as crazy. I okay. mean, I, I look at it as just passionate, just genius. Okay. They're both. I mean, yeah. I mean, I wish, and I told him, like, I would have loved to have heard a conversation between the two of them. The two of them. That would yeah, be, I would yeah. love that too. But you got ten minutes to get one artist across the street. <laughs> ten minutes, right? And I'm just this is just for a rack of uh-huh. and you're, you're gonna make ten million dollars. So you got old DB on the left <laughs> and you got DMX on the right. They're both engaging, having fun, there's chicks around and shit like that. 
But there's one person you got to get across the street. Just between the two of them? Between the two of them. Who? I would have probably had to go with Dirty. I mean, he was already he's, in the group. He's, he's, so you're saying Dirty is easier to work with than GMX? No, I'm not saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put words no, in his mouth. Right. I'm just waiting around. Just waiting around. No, right. I'm not saying that. Well, I'm saying yeah. because he was already in the group. Mm. So he's mm. kind of like a team player already? Mm. I mean, it was mm. just like I already had that relationship with him. Right, right. So it's easy. Okay, yeah. it's easy. It's okay. Right, right. Okay. No, because you let me just tell you something, Steve. You work with pun, pun, pun. You work with Fadjo. You work with some of the wildest boys. Like you know what I mean? Uh, dead press, exhibit. Oh my God. The alcoholics. Like, alcoholics. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're still crazy to this day. Yeah. Like MOP. MOP. Like there's there's people that people won't even be around, and you just did. Great business. Three Six with Mafia. Them. Three Six Mafia. We just had uh, DJ Paul. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So like, um, like uh, you do have a business with with, with hip hop's elite, but also hip hop's elite's crazies. It's, well, I was fucking crazy. God damn! Make some noise, Steve. <laughs> How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? Fifty-five percent of white businesses survive the startup phase while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale one million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field. From free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses. Helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The one million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the One Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Tired of restless nights? 
Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. So, um, you and Leo, getting back to that for a second, right? Me and Leo are cool. It's just, yeah, you know, know. I mean, I know. there's, there's, Mm-hmm. But, you know, Lior is about Lior and his team. Right. And, you know, which I respect. You know, right. it's like, fuck everybody else. You right. Know? I respect that. Yeah. Now, this concert you're doing, mm-hmm. this is the second one or this is the first one? This is the first one. This is the first one? Yeah. Because wasn't y'all doing so one? So we were going to do, we do it at the Prudential Center in Newark. In Newark. Okay. And my heart really was like, my, my dream was always Radio City. That's real. So, um... When Radio City came available, wow! Congratulations! I, I pulled it from the Prudential Center. Mm. You're coming, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna, I'm definitely gonna try to make it happen. We need you there, Norman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, man. I think, I think for for one, I think that this is so important. I think that you're setting another trend, the same way you did with the street teams. The same uh, street team, uh, the same way you did with Loud, the same way you did with innovative, out-the-box thinking, with signing people like Wu-Tang. I think this is it as well. I commend it. Because the thing is, your legacy is so rich. Like, Loud, um, um, I, 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 I feel sorry for sometimes for this generation when I look at this generation and they don't have powerhouse like a Loud. And they don't have that rich history where, you know, back then, being from the hood and going to a record label, it was like going to paradise. Mm-hmm. Like, even though, like, you, you're still in fucking Chinatown or some shit, you know what I'm saying? You're not, like, in a luxury part of the city, but just being out of the city and just, I mean, being out of the hood and just... It's opportunity. You know, being yeah. opportunity and being able to sit down and smoke weed and get a haircut at a record label. Like, and I'm, I feel sorry that they don't really have that no more. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that home feeling. Like, you know, when I remember... You know, seeing Havoc and being, they would just be happy to go to Loud. Y'all go to Loud? I'm like, oh shit. Like, what the fuck is that, a club? Like, yeah. like that's, that's how happy they were. Like, that day their, their album came out, mm-hmm. I shut the office down, we all went to the park to play ball. Mm. God damn it, this is a CEO of a CEO. God damn it. <laughs> you, can, you consider yourself that like an artist friendly CEO? Because there's CEOs that don't fuck with artists at all. And then there's CEOs that I, there's CEOs like, I know I'm getting locked up. Call him, bro. <laughs> I mean, I never considered myself a CEO. I always considered myself the artist first. Mm. And I think that's why mm. the labels mm. were probably always always scared of me. Mm. Because I never looked at a budget. It was like, if the artist really needs that and it makes sense, mm. right. we'll go and, you know, right. if it's me sending Rich or, or Jonathan or Mojo, right. like, we're doing whatever the fuck we have to do mm. to really, right. to get this done. Right, that's real. And so getting back to this concept, you got Mob D. I got everybody. Ooh. 
Are you going to tell us some surprises you got? Come on. You got, come on, let's tell us now. I mean, on. are you committing? No, because I really want the people to come out. Um, I, I forget um, who's on the list that you got. That's, I got everybody. So I got Wu. Wow. And when you say Wu Tang Clan, you ain't oh, talking about the, 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 all of them. Yeah. Um, got Wu. Yeah, you one of the people in the world that get all, yeah. all of them on the phone. Uh, uh, was you was you managing Wu Tang too before we go? Not one really, man. I mean, me and Rizzo are like brothers, so okay. it's like okay. Divine is the manager. Okay, okay. Woo. Okay, woo. Mob. Mob. And hopefully there'll be special guests doing prodigies versus. Yeah, man, I, I might come out and do some prodigy versus. We give it up. We give it up too much That's right dope. now. That's dope. I would. I would. Okay. Um, uh-huh. Joe and Remy are doing pun. Okay, mm. yeah. I can do both sets. Yeah. See, yeah. Steve Rippin is managing me right yeah. now. He's he, he working me both gang. Let's go. <laughs> Dead Prez. Uh-huh. MOP. Wow. Um, alcoholics. Alcoholics. Wow. Exhibit. <laughs> Three Six Mafia. Three Six Mafia. Pete Rock. Mm. Um, <coughs> I'm trying to see what other label can what other label can pull this off. I don't think so. And this is a tour. Let's be clear. I don't know if it's a tour yet. We're going to see how the first one goes. No, it's a tour, Steve. It's a tour. <laughs> I'm be I mean, it's, it'd be a great tour, but he's being careful. He's it's like, a headache tour. Let's see how the first one goes. Don't get me wrong. It's a headache tour because this is like a. A venue tour. This is uh this is a summer jam tour. Like what? This could this, be a, this could be a festival. Yeah, this is yeah, a festival. That's, that's what I'm that's, that's yeah. what I'm trying to get at. Thank yeah. you, thank you. Um, uh-huh. No, we got everybody, and the surprise guests are gonna be the surprise guests. Right. Holy shit, Elliot Wilson. Okay. <laughs> Tell Elliot I say oh. hello. Oh shit! I ain't answering this question. He got to relax. <laughs> um, so. Um, so, uh, so you you don't think I think this, I think it could be a tour. I think it could be a tour. I think no, um, it definitely could be a tour. Right, but let's you know, because because Wu, Wu, Wu by themselves. Like I'm not gonna lie, I had a, a show with Wu Tang in San Diego, and that was one of the aircraft carriers. Yes, and oh my god, still to this day, like I still like getting straight fan mode. Like when I start seeing them, like and then it's crazy because. You know they're older now, and you know before they used to clash on stage, and like, and now they're older, and like, so they like they know exactly where to be on stage at what time. And it's like, it's like why for me, it's like watching the four tops or the, you know, like like you know, um, yeah. the Temptations or something like you know what I'm saying. But our version of the Temptations, because they're not you know dancing and holding the mic and throwing it on the floor yeah. and bringing it back up. But it's our version of right. that. You know what I mean? I love to see it. Like I, we did Australia a year ago. Okay. At, at the Sydney Opera House, mm. and it, I mean, it just worked to perfection. I mean, mm. Mm. that was real. Is that is that is that your favorite group you ever discovered? I know you can't say that because you're politically nah, correct. No, nah, I mean, it's not, I mean, it's, it's your most proud moment. You know, we can't love our know, kids more than the other, but you know, but, but you know, they're my first child. Yeah, say, okay, okay, right? there you go. Oh, that's my, oh, my first plaque. Okay, wow, that's, right. that, that's um, real. And you know. With with the guys, I you know I have a relationship with all of them. Mm-hmm. You know, me and Matt have the same birthday, so you mm. know, mm. Um, me and Rizzo still talk two right. three times a week. Me right. and Ray talk twice right. a month. Mm. Um, so I see Matt give Mike Kaiser um, dust, Andrew dust. It was the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> <laughs> you said that out loud. <laughs> it was the funniest shit in the world. We was out in Vegas. And you know, this is the time when Mike Kaiser was still like fronting like he smokes weed yeah. and shit like that. And Meth said, Yo, Nori, don't smoke that blunt. <laughs> I said, What? He 
He said, everything else, don't smoke this one. So I said, you know what? I ain't smoking none of y'all shit. I stay over here. I'm going to smoke my own shit. And my guys that came over there, he hit the blunt. And boy, it was a different day, man. I just got to let you know, my guys, I got you, baby. <laughs> I'm not gonna blow it up, cause he's my brother. He's my brother. I got. But do you, you ever realize that? Um, what is it called? A uh, fraternity, like you know, in college, you know, you guys go to, you know, they do all this yeah. shit. But but listen, years later, that's where a fraternity is. Right. Like years later, they come and they see each other and, and they look out for each other. I feel like hip hop is finally at the stage of becoming a, a fraternity. Like, if I was ever walking a hotel and I was to see salt and pepper, my first thing is, let me make sure they're okay. Right, right. As opposed to like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm it's automatically protective. You, do you feel like hip hop is becoming this fraternity? I think it's been for a minute. I think it's, yeah, okay. Okay, that's great. Even, even with the divisions of the generations, it seems like, like one thing is, so for example, what, why did you feel that right now was the time to do this concert? Like, was there a reason for it or it just came you know, together that way? I saw Puff do his show, mm. which we were at. The, we were in the one in Vegas, right? Yeah, yeah, I did. So that turned into a tour too. Yeah, right. So I I went to the show in L.A. Mm. and it blew my mind away. Like literally, just blew my mind away. Mm. I'm coming off a heart attack, like, and I'm watching this, and I remember texting him the next morning and saying, "I saw Michael Jackson perform at the Apollo, first time ever." Right. We gotta get back to this, right? <laughs> so, so a James Brown, right? And and I said, Puff, I've never seen a show like this in my life. And I said, I wonder if I could do it. And this was three years ago. Mm. So I had a heart attack, you know. So I'm just God bless. getting, you know, better. And then, you know, I started working with Ye. So you know, mm. that, that took some time. And then the opportunity of this just came. Mm. So it's like a legacy show for you. This I mean, that's what I think the, that, the bad boy one was a legacy thing. Maybe. I mean, I this, like is more, this is more like when you said, it's like, I never took the time to smell the roses. Right. Yeah, I believe, I agree, I agree with you. Right? So I think I this one, I'm patting myself on the back and saying, right. hey, right. look what it was. Right. But it was, right. was Puff's show that really jumpstarted. That inspired you. Yeah. But I, 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 think, I think this is definitely a tour. I think that um, we've interviewed everybody from like... Uh, uh, Dead Perez to uh, Havoc to Pete Rock Pete Rock um, obviously Wu-Tang mm-hmm. and um, everyone always salutes you as the, the you know the OG the guy that you know the, the CEO that was for the artist you know what I mean so I feel like I feel like everyone will come together and just be like yo man let's get like you know I don't want to say like, like like the last hoorah, but like you remember how Dwayne Wade he did the last, yeah, the you know last what I mean, dance. and the last dance. Like I feel like this is for, for loud, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like for loud, I think everyone will come together. You know, you know, we really fought for our artists. I mean, I got arrested for throwing a chair through a, a glass door. Um, it happens. <laughs> for fighting for Wu Tang, getting the money that I felt they deserved. And for I, a video? I'm not, not for a video. Okay. It was the renegotiation. It was for Raekwon's solo record Ooh. for Cuban Links, and it was um, for the Wu-Tang Forever album. So with RCA? And RCA, we were $25,000 apart. And I was right. just give him the fucking money. Right, right. And the business affairs was a woman, and she said, Stephen Rifkin, I'm, I'm tired of your shit. I've never right. hit a woman in my life. Right. But I took this chair, right. 
And if I was facing this way with uh, 36 floors and it's going on Broadway, and I turned it around and I threw it through the glass door. 36 floors? Oh, you're taking this 36 chamber shit. Way too far. So, you know, mm. the cops came, security came, mm. they cuffed yeah. me. And, mm. um, wow. No, that's great. That, 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 that's great. That's great. And, um, and what do you feel about like the Me Too movement? Like, because like you know they got Russell like in Tahiti somewhere right now. I mean, they got him in Tahiti. <laughs> I mean, what you want I mean, me to say? In, he got himself. He's in Tahiti. Yeah, that's my man. Yeah. But like, I, like, what do you feel about that? Like, I, like, I don't. I personally seen Russell be loose, but I've never seen him like in no rape I mean, shit. Come on, bro. I, like, let's just be clear. Him raping somebody, I don't see. I don't that. see that. I don't shit, see that. Bro. Come on, man. Um. I mean, Russell's like a brother to me, right? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I wasn't around when, you know, people are pressing charge on from 35 years ago. Like, who the fuck even remembers 35 years ago? Well, that's crazy. Yeah. So it was like, you know, he was always, like, even when he was, when we had the Jimmy Spice record on my dad's label, right. I mean, right. he, he was crazy, but he was always polite and just right. like, you know, like Bill Cosby, I seen some shit with Bill. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I ain't come on. Like Russell was just he just, Russell wasn't drugging it. Yeah, no, uh, Russell wasn't yeah. drugging nobody. No. Like, oh, I don't see that. Like, but Bill was slipping pills and shit. Like, he yeah. he got a little. <laughs> he got a little. <laughs> Bill was slipping. I ain't gonna front. Bill's a foul nigga. I, 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 I can tell. I can tell. All right, I'm just leave that alone. But so, but you have you dated Gabrielle Union? No, it wasn't Gabrielle. No, because you ain't start rumors. It wasn't Gabrielle. I know Samaya Layton. I was, I was, I'm going there. Yeah, no. but I thought it was both. No, no, Gab is no? just she's like she's a sister. Friend. She, oh, yeah, okay. she introduced me to Sanaa. Oh, she introduced me to Sanaa. There, 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 go. There, go. Young Sanaa Layton. That's art. She's a beautiful girl. How, how does that happen? I mean. How did it happen? I mean, it just... You was pre, this was pre-TMZ like TMZ days, too. If you would have been eating you up in the TMZ days. No, they killed me. They killed you? Yeah, they killed Sanat. It was like, because I just got out of my marriage, and it was like, they called her a homewrecker and shit like oh, that, and it was fuck. just like... Get out of here. Yeah? She wasn't a homewrecker. Let's just clear that up. <laughs> you gotta say, the way you said it, you got to say it with more basis. She, she wasn't a homewrecker. Okay. <laughs> yes, please. All right, cool. So big up. Y'all cool? Y'all still cool? Oh, me and Sanat? Yeah. Mm. Very cool. Ooh. She's cool with my ex-wife. Oh, yeah? And at one point, you left your wife, and you um, took you took it down puffs like a, a maid or some shit like that, right? Puffs <laughs> <laughs> maid? Listen, listen, as a married man, I admire when people were single, their days of being single and having fun. Because, <laughs> okay, don't worry about it. <laughs> but, you know, that's crazy. I mean, the issue was, you know, uh-huh. I fucked up. You know, oh shit, I didn't expect that. Go ahead. <laughs> you know, when I was single, I didn't have money. Mm. So, you know, when these records started coming, the checks started coming <laughs> crazy. <laughs> shit changed. CEO checks is different. Talk, talk, let's talk about some checks. Yeah. Sony checks? It started with the BMG checks. BMG. I just look at it. <laughs> <laughs> it looks good. I just felt rich. Look at that one. <laughs> because now, now they they believe you, right? Because like now they didn't have a choice. They didn't have a fucking choice. choice. I mean, now we just put them in. A, I mean, it was just like, right? They knew when I threw the chair, they knew mm. I wasn't playing. Yeah, but 
But at one point, I remember Fat Joe. I said, it's like, yo, man, I'm going on a uh, private jet with Steve Rifkin. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, Recently like, or back no, then? I mean, back then. Like, right. I remember at one point, you was taking private jets. Yeah, so Quincy mm. Jones turned me on to the private planes. I love how he named Stunting, man. Yo, his name drop game is so <laughs> nice. You know Quincy Jones. <laughs> Come on, nigga, that's Quincy Jones. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm open, I'm open, I'm open. I'm open, I'm open. You know, through the marketing company, I was consulting Quincy's label. Quest. Okay, I, in my mind, you 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 speaking to Quincy Jones. Y'all was drinking a glass of wine, and he said, "What are you doing on commercial?" Nah, this That's is this, 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 no, this, <laughs> this is how it's. I was imagining that I could. Me and my fiance mm-hmm. are talking about our wedding day. Okay. And um, also the house phone rings, and it's Quincy. And I remember this like it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. He goes, "Hey, Steve, it's Q." I'm like, "Who?" He goes, "Q." Mm-hmm. And I got a, in, not an email, Brett Ratner called me who made the introduction. He goes, Quincy's going to be calling you. Okay. Man, name dropping right, right? <laughs> So um, Brett goes, Quincy's going to be calling you. Just, he wants to talk to you, help him consult his label. Mm-hmm. So he calls me and um, he goes, what are you doing tomorrow night? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know. He goes, have dinner with me. He goes, we're going to this place called Dre's. The finest woman, are in, finest woman in L.A. will be there. Okay, I thought Dre's was in Vegas, but this, this is out of my league. Yeah, this okay, is okay, for, okay. was on Lasiana. I gotta relax. Let me just listen. Okay. So um, I go meet Quincy, and it's like love at first sight. Mm. Like the the woman, mm. it's me and Quincy and like ten women. Mm. I mean, one more beautiful than the other. Mm. And he goes, I want to bring you in a, as a consultant. He goes, What are you doing next Monday? Mm. No, next Tuesday. Mm. And I said, no, he goes, come to Chicago with me. I'm doing Oprah, and I'm showcasing my new brand new artist, Tamiya. New brand of water? No, br- new artist. Okay. Uh, Tamiya. Okay. He's brand new artist. Okay. So um, I end up in Chicago with Quincy. Mm-hmm. Y'all flew together? Yeah, on his plane. On to, his plane? To okay. Chicago. And I was like... This is. You said no more. Uh, that's the way to no do more it. American airlines. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, see you later, United. <laughs> so, Delta, goodbye. So okay. for two years, uh-huh. when wherever Quincy went, I went, and it was just well. So he taught me how to play with money. Wow, and that's where you the private plane. Yeah, so I was like, <laughs> well, like I think when the Sony check came, then I was like, fuck you all. This is. That was Fat Joe's question. Fat Joe said, um, let me just pull up Fat Joe's question. So, you know, that's when I do interviews. He says, how much dough did he blow? And then he said, how big of a deal did he do with Sony? Because that must have been your... That must have been your fuck you moment. That was a real fuck you moment. Fuck you moment? Yeah. Let's make some noise for the fuck you Thank you, Tommy Matola. Yeah, thank you, Tommy Matola. We're gonna get him on Drink Champs too. So this is this is after Wu Tang works. This is after everybody works. Everybody works. Now you have a choice to go anywhere in the world. But because isn't RCA um wasn't that merged into the same Sony Not system? Yet. Not yet. Not okay. yet. Alright, so break so break it down. Um, so Jimmy Ivey was my mentor. And he's at Innisco. 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 Okay. So, and he's paying me a shitload of money 
to consult. To consult. Jesus, at least you're getting money from everywhere, Steve. I'm so go all Jimmy kept on saying to me is, fuck the bottom line and just think about the top line. Mm. Right? So Quincy told me about planes. Mm. Jimmy taught me about the chef and the driver. They teach you how to live life. <laughs> right? I don't have none of these type of friends. <laughs> so, <laughs> do you need a friend? Uh, me and you gotta make develop more shit like this. Like, I'm sorry, man. You got way better friends than me and your friend. I'm sorry. You niggas need to step your game up. <laughs> I'm just saying, good, good, good. So, um, I have a meeting with Strauss Elnick and Pete Jones. Strauss Elnick was the CEO of BMG, and Pete Jones was head of distribution. Mm. And they said, you know, we need more profits from you. And I said, I'm not giving you more profits. I'm, I'm building these fucking autos. Fuck, right. fuck you. Like, whatever right. happens, happens. Right. And um, the next day, my other calls, you know, they're willing to let you go. Uh, who's, what, who's saying they're willing to let you go? My attorney called me and said they're willing to let you go. SRC. Uh, loud. Loud. Wow. So... It's Clive Davis's pre-Grammy party. Mm-hmm. I walk in there, mm-hmm. and it was like the Red Sea opened up. Like every, like everybody just came at me. You know, Tommy, Doug, this one, that one, and I didn't say a fucking word yet because I didn't even know. Like, I because you you going too crazy for our, for our listeners. When you say Tommy, you gotta say Tommy Matola. Tommy Matola. You, you yeah. say Doug, you gotta say Doug, Doug Morris. Morris. Yeah, you okay. know what I'm saying? Cause they're just thinking like it's Doug from down the block. And like, they don't know. <laughs> and, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, right? to, and Tommy, Tommy and Sony, Doug is the universal. Doug just came to Universal. Um, so, every CEO of every music group uh-huh. is calling mm. and they're kissing my ass mm. during the whole fucking night. Mm. Right? I didn't even have a chance to tell my wife it. So she goes, what the fuck is going on? Mm. I'm like, I said, I'll tell you when I get home. So I picked Tommy, I told right. um, Because what they... What Based t- on the meetings or... No, so... Because you took everyone's meeting, no? I, I, I took everybody's meeting, okay, 100%. Cool. Um, mm. I, my first choice was really Jimmy and Doug, but right. I don't know, something was up. Right. Whatever, I think Jimmy was maybe redoing his deal or whatever, mm. and I was like, nah. And um, Master P was really blowing up at that time. Wow. Priority. Yeah, I mean, he right. was just blowing up. I mean, everything that he put out, right. I mean, mm. was going platinum. I was like, what? Like, mm. how the fuck is he doing? I mean, I know how he was doing it, but I wanted to see it with my own eyes. So right. I went on a tour bus for six weeks. With Master P? No, by myself. Oh, wow. And I, and I just did the South and just right. finding out what the... Oh, you trying to get a feel of, like, what the fuck is really going on? The vibe down South, right. So... 3-6 Mafia was signed to Relativity. Wow. And, every, and everybody, everywhere that I went to... Was Alan Grumlock involved in that deal with, with um, 3-6 I'm, I'm sure he was. And, and mean, he was on Relativity too, right? In the beginning, yeah. Right. Yeah, okay. So, I was... Um, but every, everywhere I went, everybody started talking about the next thing to pop is 3-6 Mafia. Wow. So when me and Tommy had the meeting, he goes, who do you want to be at Columbia Epic? I said, I want Relativity. Wow. And he looked at me like I was on crack. You wanted to acquire Relativity? We, so, so we didn't acquire it, but we merged. It was the right. first time done in the music business where oh, you being up. with Sony to do that move. I had Lab, right? right? So we huh. bought BMG out. So now I own 100% of Lab. Right. Okay. I merge Loud into Relativity. So now we're the third major 
mm. inside. So that's Sony how you system. adjust it all. Okay, now I get it. Mm. And I did it really because of 3 Six Mafia. Mm. And you were one of the first labels to, besides obviously Priority and Master P, to, to see that future in the South. Yeah. Mm. Well, P was the first one. No, right? he was yeah, the first right. one, yeah. God bless him. Holy moly guacamole. This is history right here, <laughs> man. This is history. So, then you merge. You merge. Uh huh. And then we had one amazing year, and then it just became too corporate for me. Yeah. Yeah, it was like quarterly numbers, this numbers, that numbers, and I was miserable. Wow. Wow. So that's that's when you... So basically, um, I... So you're saying you sold the company, basically? Yeah, I sold the company, and I had not worked for the company that I sold. And so, like, so Russell, like, for instance, Russell, I think uh, Russell had to do that with Dev Jam. Well, Russell's, I mean, not Leo stayed. Leo right. became the CEO of right. Island Dev Jam. Right. Right. So, and you hated it? You hated it? Yeah. Because <laughs> of your face. I tried to convince him to be like, no, don't say that. And he's nah, like, nah. So, I remember going to Hawaii with my son and my wife. Mm-hmm. And I said, I think I'm going to send Tommy Matola back his money. Oh, shit. And I'm just going to leave, right? right. And um, I'm out playing ball. Right. And I see these big two Samoans coming, running right. to the courts. Were you a tribe, is that? <laughs> <laughs> and nobody knew where I was, right. except right. for my mother. Right. Um, and I'm like, something, somebody died. Right. And they said, you have an emergency on the mainland. Right. So I call my office. And they just send me straight to Rich. Right. I just said. Yeah. Uh-huh. And um, Rich said, Pun had a heart attack. Or he's not dead yet. So I called Joe, and just as I called Joe, he just passed. And in my mind, I was retirement. I think I was going to move to Hawaii. Right. And um, I just got back from Hawaii, to tell you the truth. That's yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. That's why this story is fucking me up in a different way. But I, I continue. So, I um, I'm like, who knows? And Joe says, nobody I said, I'm going to call Angie, because mm. you know she was part of Terror Squad in the in a, in a crazy Martinez, way. Angie Martinez. Yeah, she still is. Yeah, um, I called Angie. I told her, and I just like the letter that I wrote Tommy. I ripped up. Jumped on a plane, dropped everybody off in LA, and I went, you know, straight to New York. Mm. But um, I didn't retire. But right. I had, so I stayed there another two, three years. But and, and, I, and you know, speaking of that, you know, Palm was like our closest yeah. friend. It was one of my best friends. Um, I mean, you guys had that amazing record together. Yeah, we had we had that f- video. Fifteen, yeah, but that, that, that you came up video. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, James Bond. I mean, yeah, yeah. I tell you something. Thank you for checking. I was about to go. Thank you, thank you, Steve. You know, I was about to go like you know, depressing. And, yeah, depressing. <laughs> and he just made, let me tell you something about that video. The reason why you guys had a two-hour overage on the video. Is because you remember the guy jumps from the the, the the thing. You know, Pun really wanted to do that. So the whole time, Pun is like, <laughs> Pun is like, I don't need no stunt man. And he's got me over there. He's like, you're right, Nori, and I'm like, oh fuck. You know, you don't want to say right because I know my friend is overweight. You can't jump over no fucking building. You know what I'm talking about on the building? He jumps over. So they so they have a stunt man there to do it, and the stunt man is like. 
a hundred pounds. Like, and, and Pond is like, he's not gonna look like me. I'm gonna do it. And he kept trying to say, Yo, Nori, tell him this, that I can do it. And I'm like, There's no way you're gonna give me those. <laughs> but that's the fun. That was the craziest funny part. So if you ever remember, you had guys that like two hours over it. It was because I was sitting there like, Nah, man, I can't. I can't allow you to do it, Pond. But Pond was. Pun really, you know, the beautiful thing about Pun is Pun, Pun loves being a celebrity. He loves being a celebrity. And he never felt big. No. Like, like he moved like he was lighter than everyone in this place. Like, I kid you not. Okay. So I'll tell you a, a, a great story. Like, please. Still not a play is blowing, blowing up. Mm-hmm. He comes back from, you know, doing a show. He buys himself the most beautiful Cuban link bracelet mm-hmm. that said Big Punisher. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, the show money really must be made. I said, this bracelet's beautiful. Right, he goes. If, he goes. If we go platinum, I'm going to get you one. I go pun. The shipping platinum. I mean, <laughs> right? He goes two million. I'm like, nah, we'll be at two million in a week. Right. 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 And I'm not thinking anything. So it's like, if we do four million, you know, right. you can right. get me something. And I'm right. fucking around, not even thinking. Right. Cut to a year and a half later, we hit the four million mark. Right. Wow. Is that you know whatever it is, and um. A guy by the name of Gerard Hunt, who was our product manager, okay. walks into my office. He goes, Pun wants to see you today mm-hmm. to discuss the next album. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right. So I called Joe. I'm like, hey, is it cool Pun wants to come in? Right. He goes, yeah, 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 yeah. Comes in, and I'm fucking around with him. I'm like, you know what? You gave me your word you were going to buy me a fucking Cuban Link bracelet. Right. You know, when we went for a million, we're at 4.3. Right. And you don't have shit. I mean, I gave you my word. Mm-hmm. Reaches out his pocket, he goes, fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> and he throws this box, yeah. you know, all, all wrapped up yeah. with the most beautiful, yeah. I have it framed, yeah. like in a, in a, in a box yeah. with my name on it, all diamonds. Wow. Damn. Wow. Gotcha. Make some noise for me. Yeah. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural 
natural wool and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary, indulges your senses, and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the Natural Hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. So, um, you know, not to like, you know, be all like, you know, but from pun, you have to speak about prodigy. Like, where, where was you at when you I, got that news? I was here. My daughter was on Miami. You say here? Before, I, was in, I was in Florida, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Florida, yeah. Yeah, my daughter was taking her road test. Oh, wow. God bless. And Rich Isaacson kept on calling me. And I'm like, all right, something. I mean, he's called me like four times in a row. So it's either good news or bad news. Right. And I don't want to hear anything right. Right. until right. I see her. And um, he texts me, call me now, urgent. Rich. Rich. Okay. So I see my daughter coming in from taking her road test. And then, did, she, did she pass? Because she must well, be. Well, I, I, I'm like now I'm on the phone with Rich. He goes, "Are you sitting down?" I'm like, "Oh fuck, what just happened?" Right? And I go, "I'm not sitting down." I go, "What's the matter?" He goes, "P died," and she's walking in, and I can't tell if she passed or not passed. Right. But I'm hysterical crying now. Right. And um, she passed. I couldn't really enjoy that right. with I her. Right. That moment. But it was just. That was a hard one for me. Now I gotta rewind a little more. Apologies, but we're all on the subject. Now your first group, your first sons, you like, you know, your first like, you know, child ever son, Wu Tang Clan. You know, you got Capadonna that went away or whatever, but the passing of ODB he comes home. He he, he wasn't quite like Wu Tang Clan when he came home. He was quite like like you could tell he was in like a confused state. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say because I don't want to say he was Rockefeller or, or any of that. I just want to say that you know he, he just came home. Yeah. He wanted to be himself, but then he that he passes away. That has has to be like so. This, I'm flying. I'm flying to New York, uh-huh. and um, I land the second I put on my phone from the plane. Don't I don't have ladder at the time anymore. Now I have right. SRC records. Mm. Right, and Akon is blowing the fuck up at this David time. David Banner's on his yeah, yeah. Right? it's locked up. Yeah, mm. so 
divine calls me into dirty just past 20 minutes ago. I'm like, where are you? He says, the studio. So I just went straight to the studio. His body was still there when I got there. Damn. Like, you know, um, for people who like, people who CEOs, for people who's rappers, and people who are just human beings, like, because you, you, you was a, you attached to, this is not like, you, you're not, you're not one of those I, CEOs. I'm not, I'm not Tommy Mottola, I'm not Doug Mars. I mean. Well, you know, you know, I, I, you know, without saying that, let me, because, you know, our, sometimes our audience might not understand that. What I'm saying is, you're a human, like, like, you're a person that's involved, like, you're not, you're not looking at a person like there's numbers. So dealing with that, like, how, how do you cope every day? Like, like you know what I mean? Because I, I, I can imagine your artist was your friends as well. I mean, all of it. Really right. just, right. just, I mean, it takes right. a piece out of you. Right. Yeah. right. And then, you know, um, you know, dealing with the pun that stayed and, you know, you know, in fact, Joe's one of my best mm-hmm. friends and, you know, like, how did that just feel? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, seeing Well, don't forget, Pun was signed to Joe. Right. So, I never... Me and Pun had a relationship. Mm. But all business stuff... Mm. I dealt with Joe and the attorneys. Mm-hmm. Right? So, you know, and the thing is... Joe gets a bad rap, you know, right. for what people say, you know, what right. he did with Pun. Right. But it's really not true. Right. That's real shit. So, I shit. mean, he treated Pun like a brother and I know made that. sure Pun got everything that he deserved. Yeah, I know that. I know that. But when I, when I say it, it makes me feel like, just because, you know, like Joe's my brother. Yeah, like I'm biased. So that's why he ain't, I didn't, he, he, that was him. <laughs> like, you know, he said that, you know what I mean? But Steve, man, I just want to, um, I just want to reiterate, you know, how great you are, man. You I know appreciate what I mean? that. Um, uh, I know you for years. And whenever I had one of your artists on the record, or, or whenever um, your artists, I've seen it, see you out and dinner. It's Steve always eats the greatest places in the world. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> whenever I see you, and you always kept your word, and I, I just want to salute you for that. You know what I'm saying? I want to salute you for that. When you was the tightest, when you was like, you know, coming up in the game to the, the biggest in the game to still like just maintain the, your, 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 your bigness you've always has been a person of your word so now what is we, we got the concert what is next and we understand you're managing DMX As first of all how is DMX he's good He's good. He's good. Is he? Is he? Okay. And he's, he's on Def Jam, right? He's on Def Jam. That's a beautiful thing. Let's make sure DMX. You know what, Def Jam? Um, I hear other podcasts critique you, and I hear other podcasts like you know actually diss you. And I'm gonna just tell you something, Def Jam. I disagree with those podcasts in totality. The fact that you guys got LL Cool J, yeah, no, nah, says a lot. And DMX yeah. back on your roster, to me, that's kind of like dope. Like yeah. that's like loud starting again with Wu Tang Clan. And I would love that. Like, Paul's at the realm at the so right? so Paul at the helm is at the realm and Rich is number two. Yeah. Rich Isaacson. Right? Oh wow, yeah. Paul Rosemary. Okay, yeah. right. So big him up, even though I heard he's not fans of us. It's okay. Really? <laughs> it's okay. Really? No, not in a bad way. Uh, not in a bad way. He just you know he just don't want him to come on here because we smoking get high. Look, Steve didn't smoke and get high. We're having a great fucking interview. <laughs> hey, this is a great example. I, 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 he did not hate on us. 
I just heard he just, you know, did block us. Okay. <laughs> I mean, but Paul's a real hip hop head. Though. Paul's he a is, real yeah. hip hop head. Yeah. He was a lawyer and for a lot of underground yeah. guys back in the day. Scam, the guy with the logo. Listen, he was his lawyer. I respect Paul. I respect Paul you know, to the fullest. And, and then Rich, you know, the pedigree, you know, it's like we both learned from my dad, mm. right? So, you know, even though, you know, he has I a reputation. I always thought Rich was John, Jonathan. Did you know the crazy shit? And I always thought Jonathan was Rich. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> it's the crazy shit. I was like, oh, so, shit, I know Rich. So, <laughs> we all grew up around the corner from each other. This is Manhattan. No, this is Long Island. Long Island? What part of Long Island are y'all from? America. Listen, Merrick people, if y'all are American, y'all broke, y'all <laughs> fucking up. Look, 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 look. Yeah, so go ahead. Mm-hmm. So it's like we always had, you know, the dream, like, all right, we'll all eventually, you know, Rich was a lawyer by trade, went to law school, went to Ivy League school. Wow. Jonathan went to the University of Maryland, and it was always our dream to just right. always work together. Mm. Like Rockefeller, like, like all these, these great record labels. You, are you a fan of these new record labels? I'm a fan of my son's new label. Oh, what is that? What is here? Uh, my son has a deal through Atlantic. Get out of here. Called Chosen. Chosen? Why are you making no noise for that goddamn? Yeah. Chosen. Yeah. And, and, and what's, what's he, his name? His name is Alex. Alex yeah. Rifkin. Alex Rifkin. That's dope. Wow. Um, so, and how he's doing it, he's taking a mixture of what's going on today, you mm. know, digitally, mm. and then um, my blueprint on how I did it. He's just signed old D bastards. Old D bastards son. He just signed this kid out of Detroit. Okay. Which reminds me of an MOP, you know, like right. he's on the road now. So it's like he's doing that, but then he'll like have mm. conversations with SoundCloud. Right. Right. That's he'll, crazy. Have, he'll have conversations with Spotify. But he, he's on the road, like he's living on the road the way I was living on the road. Wow. So the, the thing he that gave I, him that advice or he did it all along? No, so he's a ball player. He played college ball, he played okay. D1 ball, everything. Right. So he's take he took that work ethic. That's all. He took that work ethic, work ethic, and and put it, you know, like with somebody on his team who was like a producer. He goes, "Yo, this kid has incredible beats, this, that, whatever, right?" And so sorry, Steve. No, I ain't gonna front the smoke. Is the, no, I ain't gonna front. No, it's okay. It's I mean, not me. Like it's, no, it was like it's the, not him. It's the smoke. Yeah, no, I'm the smoke. He had his own mind. I just <laughs> yeah, realized. Don't, don't worry about it. It's a smoke monster from uh, yeah. from Lost. Okay. <laughs> so um, he um. You know, so I'm really like he took his basketball work ethic or a sports work ethic, and and just like, unreal. Like he, you know, when we announced the show, he was like, "Hey, Dad, it'd be nice if um, his new artist, who's actually bubbling, not the kid out of Detroit, but this other kid out of yeah. Seattle, mm-hmm. can he open? Can he be the first one to open up the mm-hmm. show?" I'm like, "Yeah, of course." You mm-hmm. know, so um, New York Radio City Music Hall. Yeah, it's a great fucking opportunity. So, but I'm really proud of what he's doing. And then, you know, my youngest son is a rapper, ball player. So he, he made a record. Um, he's gonna kill me when he sees this, but it's like the kid can really fucking spit. Oh, because why they don't they don't want the, No, he's still in high school. Like you know, yeah. his team is like top five in the country. No, uh, Bronny's on his team. Z Wade's on it. You know, yeah. so it's like. Because you ever heard of the rapper Russ? We had a rap. Yeah, we had a rapper Russ. Yeah, and rapper Russ got on here, and he, he was. Because people, his father was in the industry, so they called him an industry plant. And he hated that. You know what yeah. I mean? He hated that. So you think your kids would think that? That's the no, my, no, my kids don't want nothing to do. Like they're they're doing it all. Like oh, I had, own. like I had no idea. Like when Ryan did this record and he did it with three of his friends, Alex calls me because you hear the record. I'm like, what record? 
He goes, Ryan did a record last night. He goes, it's fire. Mm. S- s- sends me the record, and I was like, holy shit. Like, this kid, I'm like, he really, I, I call him like Ryan, who wrote this? He goes, I did. Mm. So I was like, all right. You know. Let's bring Jonathan in here, man. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, let's get, let's get a seat for Jonathan. Yeah, uh, huh? let's call Mr. Lee's seat. <laughs> The G-Wagon, what about it? No, that's the, that's his son, the G-Wagon? Yeah. All right. Well, that's my older son. Come on, do you need a mic? Let's give him a mic. Yeah, Jonathan. I mean, you can take it, you know, he's a little shy. Where's Randy? Randy left? No, he's not laying down. He's laying down? He's laying down. He's, he's getting a signature. He's getting a signature. Move over, Randy. You might as well join. Come on. I don't know if you know this. Me and Randy were neighbors. I don't know if it's the same for camera. Hold on. <laughs> if we put them here, that's too much? I'm behind the scenes guy. Yeah, it'll be, it'll, okay. be, it'll be, it'll be. It's no, no, all no, behind no, the scenes no, guys. No, that's what this is. This is behind the scenes guy. That's in the scenes. Here we go. Here we go. No, but not there, buddy. Not there? To the left. To the left. Yeah, yeah, let's make it work so he's comfortable and we can all look at each other's face. There you go. Oh, damn. He just, he just destroyed equipment. Thanks, So please, make sure the Ciroc shine. And the say too. That we Because I've been getting pressure. Like, like unbelievably, like. You want to nominate? Oh, how did you say? Uh, that's cool. That's, that's, that's it. That's no, no, no. Uh, okay, man. Don't take this shit home. You want a blunt? No. Come on, come on, John. You're a legend, you're a legend John. You gotta do it. Come on, you gotta be in here too. Come on, we're all legends. Let's do it. I should have a drink on Drink Champs. You should have a drink on Drink Champs. I should drink have champs. a drink on Drink Champs. Let's go. All right, let's go. I have a shot. Yeah, I'm really small. Yeah, I'm more of a drink. We do the, we do the Jagaboo now. I'm not going to lie. I'm sticking with Little Wayne. Okay, so we do that Yeah, the Bamboo. 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 I had a great sleep this morning, but I did not diet at all. I woke up and I ate like a motherfucking... Foul, <laughs> motherfucker. And I've been eating for two weeks and I've been in Kauai. That's what you said there. I was, I did Maui, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I've been to Kauai. I've been to, I've been to all over. You've been to Kona? You know, I've been everywhere. I, the only place that I fucking didn't enjoy was Honolulu because I went out there as I was performing. So I promised myself I should go back there. Um, and I didn't. I played myself. So I got to go back to Honolulu. But um, Maui's my favorite, yo, out of all the islands. Because, you know, I could bring my friends that's, you know, on the run. You know. No, because I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Did I say that out loud? But, you know, they can still go. You know, come on, we ready for EFA? Come on, EFA! He's doing pee He's doing pee pee It's okay. We wait for him. Usually we just go without him. Well, I'm ready. No, 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 I want, I want, I want, this is industry talk, no, this is industry talk, I want to be Because EFN was the street team that you hired, that's hard. He was our Miami guy, yep. That's hard, that's hard. Did we hire him? Yeah, I'll tell you right now, but trust me, he has a tennis ball. We did, I don't know if that's our girl that ain't with Jesse. We had a girl named Jesse. Okay, look, he knows, he knows who it is, watch this. He knows everything about it. Let's go, EFN. We're waiting for you. We brought Randy in here, and we brought John the motherfucking Rifkin in here. Are you, yes. Are you what? Yes. 
Okay, you ready? You, got some, you want oh, some mac and cheese? Yeah, yeah. All right, I got some mac and cheese coming too. All right, we ready? We back, motherfucking dream champs. Listen, so listen. So listen. We just brung in. Oh, God damn, I love Boris sometimes. Sometimes Boris is great. Sometimes drink. you love yeah. Boris? No, 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 yeah, I love him most of the time. But, <laughs> but um, we got motherfucking Randy Acker here. Uh, we got motherfucking Jonathan Rifkin here, and we got motherfucking Steve Rifkin here. These are the behind the scenes of the behind the scenes. So this is just, I would like to call the people, this is pure game right now. You understand? Pure game. Do you remember how Loud's run? And where were you at then when Loud was just destroying shit? Or was you the opposite side? I don't know if I was the opposite side. I feel like I was a... a we were neighbors. Yeah, bef- before I was even in hip-hop, I lived across the hall from Steve on 55th Street when I was Jeez, working at SPK Records with... Uh, SPK? Vanilla Ice and Wilson Phillips and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Definitely before Marcus. Digable Marcus. Planets. <laughs> Marcus Morton. Digable Planets. Oh, Digable Planets? Yeah. Whoa. Wild Pitch, Pendulum Records. Wild Pitch was doing a lot. Yeah. I lived across the hall from Steve. That's where I met him. Main source was on Wild Pitch. Yeah. yeah. Jeez Louise, Papa G's. So how, y'all said, y'all, y'all didn't know that y'all was both in the music industry? No, we, we knew. We uh, did, but, but I really wasn't in his part of the business then. I was at EMI, I was in business affairs, I wasn't mm. in hip hop. Not till I got psh, into Def Jam that so you was on the I lawyer had an appreciation for what he really had done. Right, so you, you was on the lawyer side at the time where y'all lived with each other. Yes. Okay, yeah. and you were... Wow. Wow. Yeah. And you knew he was he, popping. Yeah, he oh. was he was the guy. I knew that. <laughs> I just wasn't in it. I knew so, who he was for oh. sure. So, John, when was the first time you met Chris Lighty? First time I met Chris Lighty. Wow. Um, it had to be at Seven Forty One Broadway. Eight Forty One Broadway. Um, that's not, uh, that's not our, first, okay. our first office um, in New York. In New York, and um, I think I met him with with I want to say Peter Thomas. Mm. They were wow. both. How can I be down, Peter? Well, Def Jam. He's out here right now. Too. How can I Peter be down? Tom, I think they were both. Uh, they were both. In some way, shape, or form, they were both uh, working with Def Jam. Mm. Yeah, Peter and they were and they were uh, they were up at the office. I don't know if they were together, but they were. I mean, they were friends. And and Chris was a, as you know, a great friend of mine. Yeah. I was going to ask you the same question too. The first time you met Chris, lady, and then I would just see Chris everywhere. Um, Shaquem introduced me to Chris. Flavor unit. Flavor yeah. unit. Where at? You don't remember? Yeah, um, my office uh, in L.A. Wow. In LA. Mm. And then um, we just developed a relationship. Did, he, was he the one who brought you Mark Deep? Nah. Wow. So he, he wasn't managing Mark Deep when no, you. No, a woman by the name of Tammy, I forgot her last name, brought me Mark Deep. Had wow. you even heard that first album they did? That premiere was executive producer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Hit from the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and Project <laughs> Hallways. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I heard that in Spoffit. That's a whole other story. When did you first meet Chris Lighty? I met Chris Lighty at 160 Barrack Street. 160 Barrack Street. Yeah. Okay. That is uh, Def Jam. The first Def Jam. <laughs> Chung King is across the street, and the next is the very next building across the street. Right. That's probably like the the the, the illest like at that point. The I mean, Arab. 
that era. It was, like, it was bananas. Yeah, because like really, Russ, Russell thing. Simmons like, had managed everybody because Russ management was in there as well. Right. Russ management. Yeah. Russ management. Russ, that's a, and at that point, Violator had their label deal there. Right. So Chris was in the back That's past the a and department. Right. But the whole building was just out of control. I mean, right. the, when I really, really, I had met Chris, but right. he got into a, an altercation with one of the artists. Yeah. He DMX. was mistaken for being the artist's brother. Yeah, DMX. DMX. Um, and then it was supposed yeah, to be yeah, That was the first like, day you met Chris? It was for DMX. That was like, not the first day I met him, but... Uh, it had started to develop a relationship after that. Right. Like, we had talked, we didn't know each other, but, um, you know, because I had ended up working with X, mm. uh, which was very strange, because mm. I was a lawyer at Def Jam, and then mm. somehow, I don't know, I guess when you're in a small company and it's exploding, it's all, you know, everybody does whatever needs to happen. Exactly. Right. At that point, Irv had to kind of, you know, go be with Ja a little more, and right. there was no one really be with X. And they were like, "Oh, actor, you know the Rough Riders?" <laughs> and I had no idea. You just go here, <laughs> but I just went. I just went. But Chris was like, he 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 was very mentoring. Like he always was like very warm and welcoming and opening and wanted to share game with me right. and with other people, not just me. I mean, I just found him to be like that. I right, yeah. so, so so before we get crazy. Um, I still don't believe Chris killed himself. I just need your your opinion. What do you think? I mean, I know how much he loves his kids, right? Yes. So, I mean, we all have kids, and I just, no matter how down, right. yeah. you know, I could be, I mean, I would, I mean, his kids were his life, so. So, basically, you're saying you're with me. You don't yeah. believe he killed himself. You think it's a conspiracy theory somewhere. I, I spoke to him that day. What? The day yeah. that he supposedly killed himself? Yeah. Okay. Wow. And what? And, and you, it was, um, I needed 50 for something. 50 cent? Yeah. Okay, I'm thinking, all right. So, um, these boxing promoters wanted to have a um, Floyd Mayweather fight in Dubai, and it would have been the biggest fight in the history of fights. Okay. And, um, I needed 50 to get to Floyd. Wow. Okay. And you spoke to Chris that day. Yeah. All right. Now, th I have never heard this story. This is me. This, this is not even for like, this is me personally. Did he sound like he was going to kill himself? No. Or he sound like he was bad that day? No, I mean. I've he, never heard this story, Steve. So this is, no, this is him. I mean, you know that. We had our laugh. He goes, is there money to be made? I'm like, Chris, will make more money on this one shot than we'll ever make in our life. Wow. <laughs> I just want you know the people to know that I've been saying this, this you know I've been doing this for four years. Yeah, consistently you've been saying it. And I've always said that I've never, I've never believed that. And you know I'm glad that you know you didn't even know that, and you you you're giving your side of the story, and that's fucking awesome for me, man. You know what I mean? Um, but 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 in that note, we talked about big pun, we talked about prodigy, <clears throat> we talked about. Um, weren't you gonna say something about Jay Z? So that we're coming back yeah. to that, but I just wanted. To, for our fallen soldiers, for everyone that we just talked from, everybody from Loud to everyone, we're gonna take a shot for them, man. Salute. 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 And this is, how do, how do we no more pronounce this? Boom boom. Boom boom. Boom boom. Boom boom. 
Colombian firewater. I got two great Chris stories. So you met, okay, okay, you want to go to Chris story? Because I got some Kanye shit I want to hit you with. Because you managed <laughs> Kanye. Kanye? No, I didn't, yeah. I didn't manage Kanye. You was around him during the Make America Hat Great. I ran his, I ran his. <laughs> was it something with merch? No, it was no I, I ran his label. Oh, the lady. Oh, oh, that's right. But it was awkward because I know you. He said it was awkward. You are not going to make America great. I'm going to make America about. great, but in my way. Right. Not, not, yes, yes, not, yes. Not so, MAGA, exactly. I'm going to tell you something about Kanye. Okay. I love him like a son. I love him like a that's brother. That's hard. Um, I want him to distribute my sneakers. The nigga don't yeah. be calling me back. I mean, he I got my own sneakers. Yeah. I don't you know. Like, I, I just mean, want you to distribute my shit. He, he, has, a, he has a heart of gold. Yes. And Kanye, when he was wearing that, he doesn't want to be dictated to saying, hey, you got to vote for right. Obama. You got to, you know, so right. it's like, he's his own man. Right. So, yeah. And he wants to make his choice so mm-hmm. whatever he says sometimes mm-hmm. it just it comes out of his heart mm-hmm. where he doesn't like all right let me bring it back and let and let, let me say it this mm-hmm. way right the guy has passion like there's no tomorrow like mm-hmm. when me and him went our own different way mm-hmm. like and it was mutual he goes i want to take care of you for two years you don't have to do that. Like a <laughs> like forty eight hours later, you know, <laughs> like a severance package type of thing. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, just I'm here for you. Just you know, whatever it is. Right. Um, so when he wore the hat, I don't think he was doing it because he loves Trump so much. Right. Because you remember the first I, picture it was. It was him, Leor. I took the picture. Steve. Uh. You know, the city. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the Lord. Who else? Who else? And Lucy and Rain. That's the guy from University, yeah. right? Oh, okay, okay. oh my God, okay. So, did you know how this picture was going to go crazy? No, I wasn't even paying attention to the fucking hat, to be honest. <laughs> right, right, okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh-huh. because. He didn't see that. Because the shirt that he wore okay. was Free Larry Hoover. Uh. Damn. Got me. Nobody saw that. No one that's saw that. That's crazy. No, no one saw that, Steve. Wow. Dude, that's that, you know, all you know, right, cool. We're going to have to pull that picture up again. <laughs> yeah, we're going to even that out real quick right yeah. here. Okay. We'll continue. So, I mean, I think Kanye does want to make America great again. Right. But his way, mm. which, you know, he wants it to be a free America. Right. He, you know, so it's not like... I'm for Trump. I mean, Trump just had that hat. I, mean, right. he, I think Kanye is like, all right, let's <coughs> your own mind. You can speak whatever the fuck you want yeah. without worrying. Like so, outrage culture shit is going crazy. Like, so that's really what it was. But right. the two years that we were together, I mean, they were. I mean, I worked. Them. So you was in um, what's that shit? Naomi? What's that shit? Wyoming. Wyoming. Naomi. Naomi was in Wyoming. <laughs> what for the, for the album missing for the? Like, no, I'm talking about just area. Just just general. Right. I'm not in so, Wyoming. It's not cool for me. No, I, mean, I, for, I was you know, not comfortable so, ever in Wyoming. So the first time was I think mm. in Jackson, right, where we had the 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 um album. I, I like the Four Seasons. Whatever the Four Seasons yeah. is, I like that's me, the only part. Me too. I'm a okay. hotel star. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. Um, uh-huh. And then around three months ago, he called. He goes, "If I send you a plane, he's not to send me a plane. Send you a plane? Yeah. Um, this is flash. Yeah. If I send you a plane, can you come see me? I need to talk to you. Okay. He doesn't tell you where. No, to, to Cody, Wyoming. Wyoming, not where. So, um, 
sent me the plane. We had our lunch. We had our meeting. Mm-hmm. Spent the night, and I flew back the next morning. But mm-hmm. he really is. He's an amazing father. He's amazing father. Amazing I think father. He's, and he's a genius. Like, there's no he, denying yeah, that he's so, a genius. Everyone, like, like, let me tell you something. I went on Nick Cannon's show, right? And he asked me about the, the album. The album. And I didn't like the album. I liked it. But then, you liked it. And you just like you just screwed me the whole time. No yeah, one. Yeah. Like, so, it, like, I just said I didn't like the album. So people thought that, like, I was, like, being malicious about this kid. I didn't say that at all. I You're just, giving your honest opinion. Like, my honest which opinion. is what Kanye's arguing. Yeah. That's his yeah. argument. That's you could have your opinion. You could have an opinion. I never said I didn't like him or, like, or something personal for him. Right. Like, Kanye's first daughter, his name, her nickname is Nori. Like, why would I ever, like, disrespect? But I just gave my honest opinion. Like, I'm honored. Like, the first time I met Kim Kardashian, Kim Car- um, Kanye. Kanye grabbed Kim Kardashian and walked to old Orville to me and said, this is who we named our daughter after, Nori. This is Nori. I, this is real shit. Like, this is on the E! Hollywood channel. They blocked my face out because I didn't sign off. But, I was just thrown off. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I didn't know. You know what I mean? So, like, like, like yeah, like, they, they, when they hit me with this in the job, I got dark. I was like, like Mark Sean Lynch out this motherfucker. Boom! But, but, you know what I'm saying? But what I'm trying to say is, like, I didn't mean it to be malicious when I said that I just disliked the Jesus King because I'm thinking this is a spirit rap album when this kind of was a gospel album and that's cool that's cool if I was taught that and they just took my, that line and just ran with everything they never but how many other other 99 episodes of Drink Champs where I'm saying college dropout I'm saying Kanye's a fucking president you know the, I, I, I said I'll vote for Kanye for president they just took the, they just took that one sound bite and, and I, I didn't mind because I seen Bu- um, Buell what's my man's name um, Acorn's brother Boo oh. Boo So I seen Buell And I was, I was like Boo what's up And he was like What's up He said what's up I was like Tell Kanye I want him on drink chance And he looked at me like You know you don't want Kanye <laughs> And I'm looking like Cause this is This is telically Us having a conversation Like we're not Nothing's coming out Of our mouths Like we I said yo Tell Kanye I want him on He looked at me like And our mind Stopped talking He said you don't want Kanye on this. I said, I'm a fan of Kanye. And he's looking, he's like, no, I heard what you said. I said, that was one statement. This is in our minds. Yeah. I don't even know if this conversation really happened. You haven't seen Watson and Holmes? I went to Watson. Watson and Holmes is a, a nobody knows what Watson and Holmes is. Please pull it up. Damn, nothing. Like Shirley Holmes? Listen, I, yes. listen, I watch all the for lack of a better term, I watch all the white movies. The white dumb movies, like the, the you know the, the dumb and dumberers. Okay. I watch it. Oh, and watch it. You don't know what I'm talking about? The now they Huh? The Will Ferrell? Yeah. 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 That shit is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I went too far. I went too far. So now loud motherfucking records. This motherfucking thing. I, you've been to the bad boy thing. Is this Loud Records a tour, Randy Acker? This is a tour. Oh, yeah. I mean, this just that a, show he's doing. If you look yeah. down the list, you're Especially like, Especially if you want to get me, like, say, a couple of Prodigy verses. I think this is a tour tour with Drink Champs I've attached heard, to it. Ooh, I've heard that. That's what cool. yeah. 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 There's no host to there. DJ EFN pulling out the motherfucker. You know what I mean? 
Jonathan said he should take Dream Champs on the road. Oh. With the loud talk, we are together like we've been since back. You know what the crazy thing is? One of my best friends, one of my great friends is Buster Rhymes, right? And I fuck with him every like two or three months, right? Like somebody would ask me like the biggest bag, but they'd be like, hey, do you think Buster would take it? And I always fuck with Buster, because I know he's never gonna do it. You know, I just started managing him. Who, Buster? Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> let me, all right, let me just tell you something about Buster. All right, if you want to be funny, well, this is my brother. Listen, this is the funniest joke. I won't deal with numbers, but let's just say, this is the number Buster wants, right? You can give Buster that same number plus a little something, but if you say it's an old school show, he won't do it. He won't do it. I don't know if you're just going on with the fuck I just said. You bring Buster the, the same bag. Babe, one might be a little bigger. But Buster feels like, nah, I'm not old school, so I never have to do an old school show. And that is the most honorable thing that I can tell y'all, my dude. Like, that's honorable. Because me, I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> old school's another 35,000. I'm in. <laughs> Call me old, nigga. I'm with Rob Banks and them niggas. It takes two to make a thing go I'm out there with that generation. Listen, I'm with the MC Light in them. I don't care. But listen, let me tell you something about Buster Rhymes, bro. I've tried, and then I, I, for three years after I tried, I just fuck with him. Like, like if I ever bring him an offer, he just be looking at it like, I know this somewhere. This is <laughs> And he will And listen, I'm gonna be honest. At first, I was like, you know, boss is crazy. But now, like late years later, I realize and I respect his integrity. I respect his morals, and I respect his stance. He. There's a, there's a brother that's been in hip-hop longer than all of us, probably. But guess what? If he wants to take that stance, if he's in the middle of, he's a genie, I have to respect him. He's a motherfucking genie. In my mind, when I speak to Buster Rhymes on the floor, on the phone, his shit is, he's just floating in the air. He's just in there like this. He's a genie. And I respect him. He's my brother. I'm sorry. So, so the first record I ever put is through the street team. Like when I came with the 140, mm. was Legion's under the school. Just wow. a case of the PTA. It's just another case of what, what label PTA. Was that? Yeah. 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 I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah. Niggas my age. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody looking at me. Like, <laughs> ain't nobody singing this. Like what the <laughs> fuck? Yeah, that you. That's still one of my favorite records. You know you impressed yeah, me. Yeah, no, that's amazing. That, that record was amazing. Mm. That record, that record and brand new being Slow Down. Slow Down. Yeah. Slow Down. You did that one too? No, that was on Electra, but those are the two first two records that I promoted through my. Through the SRC. Through the official street team, yeah. Mm. Do you think there's anything that you guys were doing in the street team era, like the physical street team era, Mm. that couldn't be applied today? I think you need both today. I really do. I, I mean, to me, it's like when I go into a market. I'm going to a Walmart store and just hearing what people are talking mm-hmm. at 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. Mm. So, and that was my thing. 
I didn't grow up. My father had one of the most successful labels mm. in the world. We didn't grow up on the street, right? Mm. So I always had to figure out what that advantage was mm. for me. Right. So when I put the street team together and we started making some noise now, mm. my wife and kids lived in L.A., but I would still spend one weekend out of the month here. Mm. So I would start off at um, King Plaza Mall mm. and go to one of the stores there and just hang out and hear what the kids were saying. Right? King's Plaza in Brooklyn? Yeah. Okay. Then I ended up a few hours later at Dr. J's on 34th Street. And, and just hung out there. Mm. One of my best friends owns training camp. Remember the old sneaker store in, on 45th Street? Got good workers. Yeah. See, that's great workers right there. You see that? <laughs> <laughs> we, it looks a little not great. Right right. <laughs> so, you know, and I would, I would end up working at training camp. Like right. behind the counter, just hearing what, what you know, what they're saying, and then I would end up at a place called BJ's in Washington Heights on 155th mm. and Broadway. Jesus, and that would be my Saturday. I ain't gonna lie, you sound like a cocaine dealer. <laughs> <laughs> Your description was so street. <laughs> but I, so I always came back to just like I always. I'm a little competitive, so mm. I had a up one, you know, to mm. my street like. Hey, you know about this? You know, about, and they're looking at me like, "How the fuck is he knowing all this shit?" Like, right. but it'd be that one Saturday a month where right. I would start off in Brooklyn and end up in Washington Heights. Now, how about was it like? Cause Dead Prez, right? I'm gonna be honest. When you listen to Dead Prez lyrics, right? It's probably the most anti-white lyrics there can probably be. How do you remove yourself? From that, like you know, I'm a fan of Dead Prez. So am I. I, I that's hard. Didn't so imagine hard. that. What, what I'm that's saying, family, by the way, Florida. That's family, and that's, that's my, my people. What I'm saying is, like, how could you, like, because I always imagine, like, you know, when I hear Public Enemy and I realize that people that's pushing Public Enemy was Leo Cones and things like that. But I had to learn that later. And what I'm saying is, like, when you hear Dead Press, they're, they're, they're just the most pro-blackest people ever, and you guys signed them. I signed them. I mean, it's quality the, music. The, 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 the records speak the, 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 yeah, the records were amazing. And you know what? At, at the end of the day, they're performing, mm. right? But I could look at myself in the mirror that I know I did right by them. Right. And whatever their beliefs are, their beliefs are. Right. Do I wish there was more of a trust right. that I wasn't the Antichrist? Right. Right? If, if there was a real trust there, the way me and Mob had... Right. The way me and Wu had... Right. The way me and Joe and Fun had... Oh. They might have been the biggest group I had. Mm. But prior to you even signing them, their ideologies and their beliefs towards a certain group of people were that. It yeah. wasn't like they, they signed and then became that. They, no, they, 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 they were they, they, they were that from the from the get go. Right. Right. Jamal. Right. Yeah, he's a man. Yeah. He brought them to me. Yeah. Right. And you knew who Lord Jamal, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, that's 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 it. That's it. That's it. And so, so, I, so like, even like, didn't you work with Public Enemy? I did. Yeah, that was my and, first project when I walked in the door. And when shout out to Bill Adler too. Yeah. He worked with Public right. Enemy, yeah. and he was at so, odds at yeah. some of the messages. So, like, like, so, how is that? Like, just like that, like, like, help, help me like describe, like, you know, because I, I imagine like people, you know, you, you guys are uh, saying the people that they're saying is not me, but they're still saying, like, you know. Yeah, it was a little tricky for me because I came in as the young lawyer and they were making a movie soundtrack with Spike Lee, who's also pretty controversial. Well, do the right thing? No, it was uh, He Got Game. Mm-hmm. Right, and we okay. did the soundtrack. 
So I had to get in and figure out all the deals. Uh-huh. So I had to do a phone call with Chuck and Spike. Uh-huh. You know, Spike's a legend. And, Chuck's and a legend. You don't know to them. They I don't know them at all. You're the lawyer. I'm the lawyer. And you could have been whatever. Yeah, I mean, you could have just fucked to begin with. Yeah, 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 it was I already on the wrong foot. I was done. It went right into. I didn't realize the question. It went right into. It went right into sharecroppers in the field of copyright. Were you stealing our stuff? And yo, tell that Lior like it just went left right away. But you know, I tried to be, you know, conciliatory. Right. My job was just to get the deals done. Right. Well, producers, the record's got to come out. Right. So I just kind of took it. I wasn't going to get into the conversation right. of because right. I didn't even understand it at that point. Right. Uh-huh. It took a while to kind of understand the uh-huh. the subcultures and a lot of the you know kind of things that Dead Prez would talk about or the five percenters that Wu Tang would talk about. Like that. And their stuff job was, is to push that envelope and push that art form to the uh-huh. fringes, and that's it is what it is, you know. Right. I remember Dead Press came in with some t-shirts one day. Mm-hmm. I was like, can I have one? He right. said, yeah, give me 10 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I respect that or... I don't even That's know. That's kind of hell. They didn't back down, right? right. So I, I did respect them. Right. right, and I and I gave him the ten bucks. It wasn't. Like, <laughs> I wasn't where I paid for the shirts. Right. It wasn't like, hey, I paid for it, you know. Right. And I always looked at it as like, I'm not that. Right. Like, right. I'm a, I am a But there was like a situation. No, we never had it. We never, okay. they were always right. polite. You know, right. like, we never They're said. They're great people, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're great know, people. Fine. I ran to stick. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, right? You had to. Uh, on the plane. Yeah, oh, from okay. here, from Atlanta to here, actually. Okay. Right? And, and we spoke, you know, for two hours. I mean, right. it was amazing. You know, right. M1, you know, called, you know, right. to get this thing done. You know, it's right. like, I really want to be here. So that's dope. I, I, I respect that. I respect that. You know what I mean? Like, um, I respect. I respect. Let me make some noise. Whatever happened, you're not gonna know this, but uh, me and my boy Eddie, he's here. We worked the 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 loud street team. We were the Miami. See, I guys. told you. Uh, I thought it was, was the bad girl. Listen, listen. No, you had you had Mira. And then we took over after that. Okay. Listen, I told you he's gonna remember. Yeah. But I've always been wondering what happened to Buddha. Buddha is Gabby's brother, right? So Buddha's oh, are yeah, Buddha and Gabi. Yeah, yeah, that's that's when we worked. That's when we were the street team guys. Buddha that was heavy in the whole reggaeton and just that's right. Buddha's all reggaeton. That's right. And Gabi's Gabi's a beast. Yeah, Gabi's looking like he looking. He half of a man. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, lost, yeah, yeah. he lost. I respect you, Gabi yeah, man. Shout out to Yo, Gabi. Yeah. Respect the you, legend. bro. Yeah. I'm so happy. Not only I respect you. I love you and I'm happy for you, Gabby. Like, and I see, like, he got the super smile on yeah. his shit. He like that. Yeah. I ain't even see him. Gabby just, just got a huge check. Yeah. Oh, yeah? I forget the kid that he just signed. And he just did a deal with uh, some, 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 some new hot kids. Some crazy, f- I mean, Interscope. Dope. Well deserved. Ready to I don't know if it's. No, I feel like a hip hop Because Because Gabby was like your guy. Let's just be clear. Yeah, so Gabby, so. He well, you it was Buddha, no, Gabi, no, Eddie no. was over there too, right? Eddie, Puerto Rican Rob, everybody, yeah, right? Yeah. So, Steve, Steve out here. So, let's get into this. When I did the whole South Pole, right? Mm-hmm. So, Buddha was the head of the street team. Yep. He brings his brother. Gabi's, what, 17 years old at the time? Yeah, man. Right, so I'm in the back well, of He brings Gabi. He brings Gabi, right? So, I have 75 grand in cash on For no reason? Or? Just... Got to be, you know. Let's, let's make some let's noise for the 70 grand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so in those days, 
We're going on the road for six weeks. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't bring any clothes. Every it's city hot. we go into, I just find a Nike town Black or just car. whatever. And, and, just, and just go. So I'm in the back of the bus, and I hear somebody just, I don't know who Gabby is, but I'm peeing in my pants. That's how hard I'm laughing. Whoever the fuck he's, you know, cracking on. So I said, you know what? You're staying with me. Mm-hmm. And you hold on to this bag and don't go in this bag. Just hold it with your life. Mm-hmm. So you know, like, the, these tour buses, they can't park in front of the bus. Right. right? So we have to, like, the 15th day, I have 20 Nike bags now from just going to the Foot Lockers of the world, the Macy's, you know, wherever yeah. the fuck we are. Because yeah. I would buy clothes for the day. So he would have to bring it. I said, I'm going to fuck with him. I take $1,000 out of the bag. Right. And I'm like, where's this money? Like, we're missing $1,000. Meanwhile, he's like choking himself because he has like 20 bags around his fucking neck. <laughs> 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 he really, so he really starts to have a panic attack. Right. So, got me. Uh, and then I realized, you know what? This guy's a fucking soldier and he's, mm, yeah. and he's, and he's with me for life. Right. So... Cut to, we come back from doing this tour. Mm-hmm. Somebody breaks into our stock room. Do you remember the old Starter Loud jackets mm-hmm. that, we, that we had? Uh, um, never had one, but go ahead, continue. <laughs> <laughs> they, break, they, they, they break in and they steal $100,000 worth of jackets. I didn't know y'all niggas was making $100,000 worth neither. <laughs> <laughs> right? So the videotape, it's Gabby's cousin. Yeah. Wow. And Buddha's cousin. Dominican. <laughs> so they, now they're Puerto Rican. Yeah. yeah. What? Fuck! Why did I say that? So they both are gonna quit. I'm like, you're not gonna quit. And I'm fucking around. I'm like, you're just gonna bring me back a finger. Right. Oh shit. So um, cut to two days later, my my cell phone rings and it's Buddha. He goes, I don't have him. But I got his wife tied up. You want me to get her finger? <laughs> <laughs> and Yo, Buddha was a real motherfucker. <laughs> he is a real I mean, he's still around. Are we supposed to make noise for this? Like, no, nah, 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 nah. That didn't happen, actually. <laughs> no, there was no finger taken. But uh, I mean, it was, but it was like they were. I mean, you talk about two guys that were just so fucking loyal. Right. No, was, the, the, that whole squad was incredible, man. Those yeah. guys were incredible to work with. Yeah, I remember Great being people. I remember being honored out here for like executive of the year, and I, my dad's with me. And he's like, "What does um, Gabi and Buddha do?" Because he fell in love with them. I said, "Watch, I'm at the Delano Hotel by the pool out here." Yeah, and Gabi and Buddha at the hotel next door. Mm-hmm. Right, I said, you know, we, this went the two ways. I was like, get over here, nine one one. Within thirty seconds, you hear fifteen cars crashing. Right. Like they just jumped out of the car, didn't put it in a park, and just destroyed the whole, <laughs> the whole ballet. Right, and, and you hear it by the pool. I said, my father's like, what the fuck is that? I said, that that's God being Buddha. Bigger than grand motherfucking interest. So if you had to do it all over again. Is this something you you wouldn't do? Yeah. What would you wouldn't do? I wouldn't have sold to Sony. Damn, Steve, I'm gonna be honest. 
I need to understand why. With Sony, we were the small fish in the ocean. Compared to BMG being the big fish in the pond. Right. And if I didn't listen, as much as I love Jimmy, if I just just thought about the bottom line a little bit, because Jimmy was offering you what? Jimmy that, wasn't right. He was just saying, fuck BMG. Don't worry about the bottom line. They're making so much money off you this way, that way. Market share, this. They're bonusing up the ass. And um, I mean, and he was paying me a shitload of money. So you wish you would have went with Jimmy? No, I wish I would have just... I should have stayed. I would have just stayed. He said, let me do what the fuck I wanted to do. If I, if I wanted to change the is that deal... What you, uh, 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 I'm sorry to cut you off, Steve, but is that... What do you, what do you feel on that situation? Um, no, I think he has a point, but on the flip side, I mean, we did have a great opportunity at Sony yeah. with Relativity, and I mean, we did $100 million in billing in, wow. in, 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 in one quarter. Excuse me, tell me. I was going to say what you said again, I'm sorry. 190? <laughs> no, no, million. It was 123 to be In exact. one billing cycle? In the fourth quarter. 1999? 1999, 2000. Yeah. Jesus. Best years of my life. And that's where I owe the and Def Jam because the year before, they put out the two DMX records, I think, mm. um, and they had that crazy fourth quarter. Mm. I so, also had a record at that time. I did not throw out two. <laughs> um, I had a number one album at that time, too. But so, I was not on Def Jam. I was on penalty records, and yeah, I was a little guy. Continue. You were never a little guy. So, <laughs> so I took Leo's blueprint. I was like, you know what? Let's stack up the fourth quarter. So we had a Wu record, a Prodigy record, a Three Six Mafia record, an Exhibit record. H and I C Prodigy record. Yeah, a, I was on that. A Flex, yeah, uh, Flex record, mm. uh, Project Pat record, an MOP record, and a Dead Press record. Mm. Also on the Project Pat, Pat record as well. Mm. Yeah, loud, loud used to fuck with me. Come on, let's make yeah. some noise. Yeah. Yeah. And Chris was up there at that time. No, Chris, you know, no, um, he, uh, Chris was, was my manager from the beginning. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Let me just tell you something. I don't know if you remember this. <coughs> when it came time for my solo, that was the thing. It was loud or it was definitely, it was like, we kept going, it kept going. And the thing was, Chris was like, man, you know what? I just, I want this to be Mob Deep's building. But I could have, like, like Chris told me the kid kept it real. He was just like, yo, let that be, if it's a Queens guy, let it be the Mob Deep building. And that's the reason why I went to that chair. This is real shit. This is real shit. Steve was my man, always. Like, I don't give a fuck, you coming over here with me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it was Chris. But that's why um, I wanted all you guys to, you know, to share the story. But, like, uh, so, 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 you guys always work. Okay, I'm sorry. No, I just, I remember, uh, I remember you, mm. man, so when we had, we were still at BMG, mm. and our office in LA was in the BMG building, and I think that's where it was, mm. and Steven had some sort of episode right. with somebody, and you came in at the right time to calm him down. Oh, yes, I remember. Oh, that's right, me and Exhibit were going at it. Yes, I remember. <laughs> Holy shit. Tell us this story, man. No, that's a fact. I walked in. I walked in to see Steve, and I don't know what exhibit was 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 on, 
But I walked in. And I, I was, was like, wrong. I told the exhibit to go fuck himself or something. Like that. I mean, I, I was. I mean, but that was our relationship. And right. then he came. Like you're not gonna say it on the phone. Say it to my face. Right. And he came in and we got in each other's face. And, and I happened to be coming to see you. And I think you guys <laughs> and the exhibit and and he was and I said no, I could not allow it. But because me and exhibit is, is great, right. great friends. And I'm, I'm and when exhibit's oldest son and my oldest son are born the same day. Wow. Wow. God bless that. God bless that. He's performing too. No, that's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. I'm telling. I'm trying to tell y'all. Um, this would be y'all, like y'all, y'all Leroy Jetson. When I say Leroy Jetson, you remember how like the Jetsons would, would travel? They would be the same place. They go to a different. I don't know if y'all realize that in the Jetsons, the Jetsons. I don't know where you're going with this. Yeah, they travel, <laughs> but they, they're keeping the same thing. That's exactly what that tour could be. The tour oh. could be the traveling label. I like the Drink Champs loud tour. I love the Drink Champs because we oh, are going to come out. Strong. It sounds strong. <laughs> it sounds like $300 million. <laughs> <laughs> Can we make an announcement now? Let's make an announcement, <laughs> goddammit. We're going to do it. Listen, we're going to set it off. What day is the, t- the actual uh, January 30th. 30th. Next, yeah. next Thursday. January 30th. And, okay, I think there's some way we can make some way, something, make it work. We could do you it. Are too. So we could um, do it in that green room where we talk with all the artists as they're going in and out of the show. No, but, it, but, but what we would do, we would provide even more than that. We're great, we're, we're great um, street team people and services. Mm-hmm. What we would do is that's behind the scenes, but we will also host because, you know, you got to have somebody talking in between that press and motherfucking yeah, I think Mar- Drink hosting. And yeah, then, yeah. you know, EFN is being the yeah, motherfucking the thing. Room. And then I'm coming out as host, but then every night behind the scenes is a Drink Camps episode. That is a lot yes. of money. I'm not like a post show to the show. Yes. So, no, but that's really that's really what this industry is about. Is like us as people that been. I, I said it earlier. Fraternity. Yeah. That's what I finally getting to feel like. Like, you know, the other day, Boosie wore a Kappa 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 shirt, and the fucking college people lost their mind. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> exactly. <Take it> serious. <laughs> exactly what I'm saying. They lost their mind. I'm and, okay, oh, I'm sorry, sir. I appreciate your, your motherfucking you intelligence. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is, that's what I feel like hip hop should be. Like I feel like if you got ten years in this game of hip hop, we should have a flag shirt. Because this is, because this is, you know, for lack of a better term, like, it, what do these people say? They're culture vultures and shit like that. Like, oh, I feel geez. like you got 10 years, 15 years in this game. You should have, we should, we you should, should have a pin. We should have a pin. Like, like generals, like generals yeah. get. Like the Marines. Yeah. I'm 40 in. You get the decorations. They, they call it decorations. Like, this is what I'm trying to say. I'm 40 years in. 40 <laughs> years in. And you have never been called a culture vulture, ever. Or have you? I, not that I, I don't know. No, I don't think you have been, Steve. No, I don't think you have. But I have, but I don't think you have. But what, you're, what, you're what quite you, honest, man. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think that is, Steve? If you had a, if you, what do you think that? Is? What do you think that means? What? That I haven't been called one? No. Uh, what does it mean culture? to be what a culture I don't even know what it means. It's yeah. taking advantage of, of somebody? I mean, oh, that's... Yeah. I mean, that's... What are you doing, Randy? Yeah. They, what did you do that warranted them calling you that? I don't know. You'd have he to was ask the lawyer. Mr. Dash that. I okay. don't know. He's the one that referred to me. Oh, no. Okay. But I think, I think that 
the idea behind the name is that you're profiting off of hip hop culture and not giving back. That you don't respect the culture. That you don't participate. You're just trying to exploit it and get money, and that's where your concern ends. But that's a real concern. I think it's totally yeah, legitimate. Yeah, it's, yeah, There's it's a history of plenty concern. of people yeah. exploiting other people based on color, based on their job, based on male or female. There's a lot of exploitation. I just don't think it's just restricted to music and hip hop and no, there's culture vulture and all kinds of culture. All kinds, yeah. whatever culture you're in. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think I think man, you know what? We have been doing this in hip hop. And hip hop has been succeeding, and I think that we all together as a people know who's is that the people. Parker? This is yeah. our Dienten. Yeah, I, I feel like Steve. I did not offer you a drink this whole time. Well, I can't drink. Don't forget, because of because of the heart. Because so. for real, because yeah. you really had a, like a heart. Yeah, I had a real heart attack. <laughs> no, no, no. He has a heart? No. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like the scarecrow? That was, that, was, that, was, that was the alcohol. <laughs> like, you really had a heart attack condition. Where's the line? Where's the line? I don't know. Because I remember there was like a Steve, and then this, this this is the after. This is the after Steve. The after Steve? No, you know what I'm trying to say. Like, you know. The before Steve was nuts. The wild Steve. Right. He's, he's very crazy. I like him. <laughs> but this is the calm down. The post protect yeah. your heart, Steve. Yeah. Yes. And, and you have I mean, I got a defibrillator right, right here. So that's definitely gonna calm me down. Yeah. For sure. I have no idea what you said. A defibrillator? defibrillator. I didn't say it. Defibrillator. <laughs> so you know when your heart stops, it just. No, I don't know. No more it's like the, the the electric joint, yeah. right? Boom. Oh, that shit. Yeah. You ha- you have one built in. Yeah. No way. Holy shit. And I'm smoking like this. No, we're good. I'm moving back. No, no, I mean, sure yeah, can. I just can't smoke, but I could get high. <laughs> you take edibles? Well, have you? I have. You have? Yeah. Okay. I believe your crib in Beverly Hills is phenomenal, by the way. God, God. This is Lil Wayne shit. All right, come on, Why you not this Columbia one? That's my shit. All right, I ain't gonna win that. but let him try Lil Wayne shit. Try Lil Wayne shit. Come on, let's do Lil Wayne shit. Yes, man. How do you say it again? Boom, boom. I don't think any of us know how to really say it. Sis known in Port Correspondent. I'm only listening to her. Bamboo. Bamboo. She's like, bamboo. Which is like bamboo, but not really. It's my island sister. You know what I'm saying? It's good, it's good. All right, Esposa, oh, and I listen to her. That's it. Yeah, All of you other guys, I don't trust you at all. <laughs> <laughs> You've been giving me false Anybody want a shot? Tell me why. For years. <laughs> take a shot. Okay, grab something and take a shot. All right, brother, take a shot. Motherfucking. Hey, hey, you can you take a shot? No, no, take a shot. Take a moment. You gotta take a shot, man. You gotta take a shot. No, no, you gotta check Columbia White, man. Fuck You're mixing a lot of alcohol. Nah, man. You ain't gonna get the signature, man. It's a lot of mixing. Stop talking about the signature. Stop talking about the signature. Listen, I'm not gonna lie. Edit that out. Give Steve a shot. Listen, Steve. This is about Steve Rifkin. So we're gonna keep with Steve Rifkin. I'm not gonna lie. You. You're one of the best CEOs out there. You're a person that stuck, stick by your artists no matter what. Uh, it doesn't even matter if you agree with their ideologies or not. You stand there. That, and that's the, that's the definition of hip-hop. That's the definition of what hip-hop is supposed to be. Sometimes it's like, you know what? That shit is, like right now, like uh, when I listen to the young generation, I don't agree with 
none of this shit. But I still bop to it. <laughs> I, mean, like, I, 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 I ain't drinking anything. But I be thinking it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's the definition of hip hop. I'm talking about a fucked up message. This but, you know, got but, great. But, but to me, also, the definition, right, mm-hmm. is it's not about the wins sometimes, mm-hmm. it's about how many times you get up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So to me, that's what hip hop mm-hmm. is. Okay, so let's just salute to that. that. Salute everybody. Okay, now let's shoot point. it down quickly. Come uh, on. Yeah, then I gotta use the bathroom. Yeah. Take a piggy spray, man. I got me go first. Both of us, yeah. I gotta say, let me say this one thing. <laughs> now, after all this shit, right? Well, you didn't even take it down, bro. No, hold up, man. Hold up, man. No, 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 no. man. <laughs> You came down to hang out with us. Yeah. <laughs> now this Wu Tang R album. <laughs> what did you? What did? What, when you? The Scarelli. What's the dude's name? Scarelli. No, let's not. Let's not even talk let's about not, that. Listen, I'm never gonna second guess Rizzo. Right. I'm not. What? If that was his. I understand what he was It was a dope about. idea. The, Honestly, I thought the idea was it amazing. A, it's a piece yeah. of art. That, yeah, I mean, it is that's, a dope idea. It just got exploited in the wrong yeah. way by got, all got, the, Well, it got in the wrong hands. Yeah. Right? right. So that's um, yeah. that's all. But I would never second guess him at all. It's like right. when the MET HOD Man's record started coming. Right. I, I stayed in New York for the summer. Mm. He would come up to the office every single day with a notebook. And it had 27... Lines. Right. He would have 27 questions, right? And I would say yes to 26 out of the 27. And he would say to me, why are you saying yes? Are you scared of me? I'm like, why would I be scared of you? Everything that you're asking for is making sense. Right. And the one thing that I might have to say no to is, because maybe I, I just don't have the money. But that even makes sense. Right. So it has nothing to do about fear. Was there ever any of these artists or any of these records that were presented to you that you thought, I don't, I don't want to touch this? this... No, I never. Like but when Mob Deep came, you know how now, like if someone brings a, a a piece of content or a project that had previously had a deal and wasn't necessarily commercially successful, they might be like, nah, I don't want to touch that. Like what made you see that Mob Deep could be Mob Deep? What they were the, gonna the be. day they came into that office, P wasn't there. It was Hav and just the rest of the Mob Deep right. crew. They had this energy that just—I mean, it was like how Wu performed. They just had this. Exact, so it didn't matter what they had done before. No, that to you was irrelevant. That, that, that album was a brick. No, no, right, right. What up? We told Mob, Mob Deep. Like I'm asking, wait, like hit no, it from no, the no, back no, album. Oh, hit it from the back album. Yeah, That's yeah. Fact. So, so when they came in. Like, they just took over the whole room. And it was like, I got to have these guys. I remember that they went into the men's room to smoke a blunt. The, and the, the fire alarm and the water just came down. I was like, this is the perfect spinoff. They have the Wu-Tang? A Wu-Tang. As a matter of fact, and they kicked it, BMG kicked us out, where it was like, you guys got to have your own office now. So, but, but, um, but all right, all right, so Wu-Tang, in between Wu-Tang, did Nas come out before or after Wu-Tang? Before no, what, around what, the same what, time actually. Google it. Oh, no, Nas, although he had the record with the uh, third uh, search and oh. wild pitch. Well, right? yeah, I, uh, back to the grill again. Yeah, back to the grill again. yeah and, and so that, the that, that was before. That was and then um, he might have had a single, 
before us. Because mm. I remember when Nas called RZA, mm. um, they were ecstatic that RZA was going to do two or three beats on the album. But they're all ninety three releases. Both of them were ninety three, like official the album releases. I think they. I think Nas came ninety four. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah Nas came ninety four. Nas singles, singles, yeah, singles, yeah. Because yeah. Wu Tang came November 9th. Right. Huh? Wu Tang what? Wu Tang ninety three. Wu Tang came November 9th, ninety three, and the, the week he came out was uh, Tribe and R Kelly. And then Snoop came. That's, that's different today. Yeah. 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 Different. <laughs> yeah. And then Snoop came out to sixteen. Wow. Nin- but but Snoop was out in ninety two though. So Snoop came. With no, the, with with his second album. album? I'm, I'm no, his, first, his first solo, Doggy Style. Doggy Style was in ninety two. Ninety three. No, ninety. No, November sixteen. Late ninety three. Can we check that? And see if my. No, it's definitely, it's definitely late ninety three. Can we can we check the date though? I'm almost positive it's November sixteen. It's yeah, it's definitely late ninety three. I know that for facts. Right, I, I love this right now. But you know what makes it confusing? Because back then people were promoting albums months in advance. Two weeks off. All right. Yeah. yeah, like a year. Right? Yeah, like a year. Like now, nobody could conceive that that someone would have singles to lead up to an album almost like a year, half you, a year. Do you yeah, agree with this surprise album? Yeah. Release. How about you? How about you, Jonathan? For, for Jonathan, I wanted to say to all you guys, this surprise album shit. Like nowadays, there's no promotion at all. There's no need for a street team. There's no need for nothing. It just like it's just surprise. If you have these people, they, they just drop a surprise album. Do you agree with That's that? That's only if they have the following that that you makes have sense. They have the but some of these people think they have the following and, and they, they're very, they're going to learn. Drake, Drake, has, Drake has the following. Drake has the following. Beyonce. Any Eminem. megastar could do that, but Ooh, nobody. Yeah. Eminem did yeah, it last week. Eminem did it last week. Word of mouth now, it, it, I mean, it's like light switch speed. Right. Word travels so fast now. It's, it's Before, the I mean, we, like I was saying, we, we would generally release three 12 inches at least yeah. before we would drop an album. With, with punk. Before Ooh. Still Not a Player. Mm. Three videos. Right. Yeah, the original version too. So, so we had You Ain't a Killer. Right. That's the white label. The yeah. joint. Yeah. yeah. The, the joint would player. be real. Um, wait. We had You Ain't a Killer. The, the original. You're Not a Player. You're Not a Player with the OJs. Right. The original without And then we came with Still Not a Player. Then we came six weeks later yeah. with the uh, Twins. Right, which was yeah. a deep cover record. Right. right? Mm. And then we came with your record. And then we came and came up. Right? Yeah, so yeah. we had five singles within a matter of... You, you, th- you think... You think... Of, uh, you think of, uh, damn, that, that's, 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 that was fucking awesome, by the way. The way you just broke that down, I don't know if everybody listening. Like, that shit was ill. So we did four videos. So we did... We did four, the, uh, we four did videos, but it was a five-song layout. Yeah. You think anybody could do that nowadays? The only one... Drake. Uh, I don't know any new four. artist that could... You got me on that. No, Little Wayne could do it. Little Wayne, yeah, Kanye could do it. Yeah, Kanye, Kanye, right, but not a brand new artist. Right. But would you think it, it gets them the results of that one million in, in the first week, or the million in the first week? Shit is still I, gone. I, I don't know how this whole streaming shit works now. I, yeah, I know the record no. companies are getting oh, paid man. a fortune, mm-hmm. right? I know Universal gets like five hundred million dollars a year from fucking Spotify. Ooh. So really, I mean, it's something, right, Randy? Yeah, I mean, they right. split up the uh, subscription fees. And I think the reason it works so good in the surprise albums is because back when we started, your friend would have to buy it, then he'd have to tape it from you, and the other friend would have to buy it. Now, once it comes out, everyone has access to it. Right. So it's just a word of mouth thing that can spread like that. I'm working with you the You don't have to pay boys. anything extra. I'm working right. with the Suicide Boys now. Okay. Oh. 
the That's money big. that they are making. This is a, huge. A, a, what kind of band? For me, it's a punk band, right? They're a rap. It's a hip hop. Yeah, punk? they're two kids. Yeah, added not New Orleans, the city, but the country of New Orleans. Mm. And um, the way they are streaming right this second mm. is crazy, right? Our deal is up with Universal mm. in six months. It's going to be the biggest bidding war. And I've never had a bidding war in my whole career. It's going to be the biggest bidding war of the year. Mm. And Probably can own your masters, too, if you're lucky. Well, they own, we, own our, we own our own masters. All right. Right. So, yes. so do, you, do you recommend an artist that has that kind of following that you're talking about could they go independent because streaming allows you to be we are, we are independent. autonomous? We are independent. We're going through Caroline right this second, which is owned by Universal, right? Mm. right? So we are. So like, what's the, what's what's the pros in going to a major label at this point? There's no more pro. Mm. So Steve, let's relax. relax. Y'all we'll still taking advantage? You see, yeah, we, we have this conversation all the time. We were on opposite sides of this. What are you saying? Y'all still taking advances? He said that. Huh? I don't know what you eh? said. I've been hanging out with Mr. Lee for two days. It's fucking you up, man. <laughs> Mr. Lee crawled and then I don't know what happened after no, that. <laughs> if, if you're a brand new artist, right? right in, in today's marketplace, right? Mm-hmm. You got to jumpstart the record yourself before this the is a fact. before the labels. This is a fact. Before the labels come. So if you run out of money, mm-hmm. then you do need the label, mm-hmm. right? But if you could figure out a way. Get that money, keep that money, own your own shit, and do it yourself. You're gonna make a fucking fortune. Right. And if you have a team that knows how to monetize properly, you're what you're doing too much game right now. It's just right. I mean, game. But, but that's my whole. It's not being giving. It's like if I could help you right. make ten million dollars, please do that, right? Yeah. <laughs> and if God forbid, if I even needed something from you, yes, please, I got you. I, I think you would be there for me. And yeah, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not talking about money. Yeah, I got you. Right. Yes, so, you. so that's always been. My thing, when me and Puff were together at BMG, even though he was at Arista mm. and I was at RSA, I gave him my connect mm. to the chairman's boss. The chairman. That's what he calls himself now. He calls himself the chairman. Let's make some noise for the chairman. So th- that's how I've always just, in life, if I, if I, if I could help you, Oh, great! I'm not. One that, hand washes the other. But I'm not asking for anything in return. I I still mm. got to rely on my, myself and my team to do what we mm. have to do. Mm. All right. Now, so we also know you have like like the good music connect. Is there good music connects coming out at this uh, well, show? I don't think so. Is there is there a DMX like you know? Out of the rehab, straight to the motherfucking radio. There, 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 there might be something. There might be something like that. Off oh, the flex, off the flex set. Because if you remember, Randy, uh, on the you flex set, right? He had uh, on the third album of the flex album. Mm. We had the first single with DMX. Yep. What, what single was that? I forget the name of it, but we shot the video in Toronto. Toronto? We shot the video in Toronto. It was the jet. So you remember Greg Bird, right? And then then the dog ran off the runway or something. I mean, it was something. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds about right. So so you knew. It's when they gave all the drugs to the white guy. (laughs) 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 Because customs came on the private jet. They gave all the drugs to the white guy. I wasn't ready. They did. Give him one more shot. That's what makes Steve do 
because you know X is crazy out of his mind. <laughs> great, great guy. Yeah, but we had Moskowitz and Chris working Tom with us Moskowitz. at the club. Yes. Yeah, they were all and on Chris, the jet. You say Chris? Chris is called. We stayed outside X's house for maybe two hours while the jet just sat there. there. No one knew if we were going to come. Everyone Wait, I was, was nervous. I, I, I don't know. I, was, I got confused. X like, missed was a couple things during the jet in front of um, um, X's house? No, no, no we no, put no, the jet. Okay. The, so X was like, in front of the way you said it. Like, but the jet was in front X was of the house. X was living in White Plains, and we moved, we had the jet originally coming out of Teterboro. We moved the jet from Teterboro to White Plains to just make it as easy as fucking possible. He still ain't make it. He made yeah, it. Yeah, I think he was living in Mount Kisco, though, at the okay. time, actually. He made it. We got there. Okay. Yeah. Late hours, hours late, overages, crazy, but we made it. It happened. And I remember Leo calling call me. He goes, he is my biggest artist, and I'm going to do everything possible not to make this happen. Oh, shit. <laughs> Not you know, that whole shit caused a whole lot of problems. <laughs> all right, let's just the fuck we talking about. Chris and so, Boskowitz. What, so yeah. you, just for a performance? No, no for Flexes. For flexes for he became the single. So just just him recording the record was a problem? Doing the video. Don't forget, he did oh, 12, the video. He, he did the recording of the video, everything. He, he did 12 million out. records in what, six months? Right, so yeah. he's Def Jam's biggest artist. Chris leaves Def Jam to come become our partner pretty much right and then Todd oh, left and then Todd I'm in Italy I didn't wait, even know wait, that Todd you, you, you gotta stop because <laughs> like, I keep saying people with first names like listen we gotta the last name is very important when you say Todd yeah, we need our listeners to Google shit Todd Moskowitz so Todd Moskowitz left he was working on the Flex project he was so with Chris he was even Def Jam we didn't even have a deal yet but I guess Leo found out and he kicked him out of the building am I correct and there's something. something he found out, yes. Yeah. I'm in Italy okay. dealing with the new owner of Red Distribution. Okay. Which we own. The Sony, which is part yeah, of Sony, which right? we still own 30% of. To this day. <laughs> no, this is, we had to sign off on the deal, and I wasn't signing off. I was a knucklehead in those days. Right. I wasn't right. And Leo, I don't know how the fuck he reached me, but he found me in uh, Lake Cuomo, Italy. And he says, I'm going to do it. <laughs> Yo, this is, this is all very Right? I'm going to do everything possible. When does Al Pacino come into the picture? <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh-huh. I'm going to do everything possible to block this. Just DMX being on a single. Yeah. Holy shit. God. But I don't think it was about me. I think it was more about Chris and Moskowitz right. leaving Leo. All right. So and she to fuck with y'all. What? Chris came. Chris came first, and then Moscow's came like six months later. Yeah, because he mm-hmm. where Leo's coming from. You guys. Were uh, uh, with that, I would have done the same thing. Yeah, you guys was a threat. Yeah. And then you had their number one album on your first single. Yeah. Number one artist. So you was ruthless, bro. You was ruthless. Let's just make some noise for you, who you are. <laughs> who you are, bro? Like, who you are? Cause you still out here. I mean, I'm just me. I mean, and, it, it, and so, oh shit. Fuck your eyes. I got my notes. My, my notes. My notes. I fucking thought the lead was down there. No, I thought the blunt fell on his head. No, 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 So, um, now 2020. You say you're you on Kanye, but you're on the dog. It's, it's great. Um, we, we hope to see from him soon. Is 
that what the 2020's focus is on? So, when I left Kanye. Okay. Oh, you left Kanye. No, wasn't was no, X no, at no. one of Kanye's things recently? At the, the, did you make that happen? No, that's all. I'm gonna t- I'll tell you how the okay, whole thing with no. that. So, who, no, it was neutral with me and Ye. And um, I got a phone call from the head of CAA's music department. CIA? CAA. CAA. Creative Artists Agency. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry. So, <laughs> I said that totally wrong. So, and I said it very confident too. Like CIA? <laughs> I'm so sorry. So, so, so they said, what are you going to do now? And I was like, I don't know. I'm going to, you know, he just paid me literally for two years and he was paying me a lot of money. So I said, I'm going to figure it out, but I know I want. My, I don't know if I want to work with anybody again. I want my own thing. Right. He goes, "There's this management company that manages a whole bunch of dance arts. Um, Steve Aoki, you know, a whole bunch of DJs. They just got a shitload of money from a company at, uh, from a private equity company out of London, and they're looking to go in the urban space. Do you want to take a meeting with them?" Mm-hmm. So I was like, "All right, cool. Take the meeting, and we work out a deal where." It's called lab management. Mm-hmm. And um, I had nobody. Um, and then X performed at Yay's Sunday service. Wow. And that night, that Sunday night after, I had a dream that I was going to make his new comeback out. Mm. A dream? A dream. Right. So I called Rich Isaac. Isaacson. Yes. I was like, who's managing X? And he said, I got a name of Pat Gallo. Yeah. Right. right? And so I tried calling Pat, didn't call me back. You know, you know this. So Ali got me with Pat. Flew to New York, sat down with um, X, worked it out, sat down with the Rough Riders, who I love. Um, worked with they needed and now in the next month or two we're going to make a new album okay and he's and he's because he's, I'm, I'm really not impressed um, is he out of rehab he's right? out okay. okay big him up bro because um, you know I realized like um, yesterday was we interviewed Little Wayne and I realized how much of a box that he put himself in. And I realized how much of a box I put myself in. But um, I don't ever want to be in a super box. Mm-hmm. So the fact that I didn't even know DMX is out makes me know that I got to get back on my shit. Like I got I should have knew that. Like I should, That shouldn't have been a question. Let's do another shot though. Let's do another shot. Okay? Yeah. Holy moly, guacamole, folks, you know what time it is. He knows what time 
it is. She knows what time it is. And I think we know what time it is. It is quick time with slime. America's favorite game show. Let's go. Holy moly, guacamole. We're just going to give you one. It's, you just got to just pick one real quick. You just can't not do it, all right? Okay, you just pick, pick one. Pick one what? Pick one. I'm going to give you two choices. All right. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> Briefs or boxes? That's that. I boxes. didn't see this coming. MOP, Tweezers Mafia. Uh, Any of is my favorite record of all time. It's so a great MLP. record. It's MLP. a great record. Wu Tang versus the Licks. Damn, that's that's unfair. I mean, they're twins, right? So. Can't let you get over there. Because <laughs> <laughs> you guys pick one. This is real quick. Oh, they were, Wu Tang was my first child. Okay. Boom. So, Mob D, MOP. Mob D. Boom. Big Pun, Exhibit. Boom. I can't answer that. Uh, Vegas, Miami. Vegas. Hey. You sure you won't take that back? <laughs> <laughs> it's time to stop the clock. Yeah, wait a second. But, you know, that's, Vegas, where, that's where I had the key. Okay, uh, you got the key. All right, cool, boom. Okay, okay. All right, white woman, black woman. You know that answer. I need you to answer it, though. Black woman. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Chris committed suicide or Chris did not commit suicide? Chris did not. Tell you this, conspiracy. My fucking phone keep dropping out of my hand. Um, okay, hold on, hold on, let's do it. Nah, it's Jay-Z. Not answering that. <laughs> Good. Great. I respect that. Uh, Tupac Biggie. Not answering that either, but Tupac was my roommate, though. Roommate? Uh, it's not. And it's Stark. Yeah, you had the best roommates ever. <laughs> 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 is this after Rock Kim was that? I did just take it from here. So, you, you and Tupac, what happened? His first album. Jimmy hired us. Don't forget, he wasn't on. Yeah, Interscope originally. He was a, through a guy by the name of Adrian Gregory. Interscope. Adrian Gregory managed Digital Underground. Right. Mm. They signed Pac to Interscope. Mm. So we would do these promotion talks mm. Thursday to Monday. Mm. Come back sometime Monday, and then we'd have to go back out on Thursday. Tuesday and Wednesday, he's staying at my place for a year. This is in LA? This is in LA, Studio City. Wow. Like a lot of Buster Rhymes told me similar to the same story. Okay, we're gonna keep playing quick like, slime and fly. You guys are you ready? Flip flash. Has you ready? That was a great story, by the way. Alright, are we ready? We, are we left off two pocket biggie? Yeah. I feel like you disagree with me. I feel like you don't know what I'm talking about. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright, yeah, 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 right. you ready? Alright, cool. Boom. Little Kim Foxy Brown. Kim. Uh, Kevin Hart or Chris Rock? Wow. I'm going with Chris. That was okay. Um, alcohol or lean? <laughs> I don't drink. Neither. That was great. Uh, quality control music or TDE? 
man. So to me, it's two different types of. It's like yeah, it's just it's one a, question. No, but no, I gotta. You know, this is. It's it's like bad boy and loud. That's fucking phenomenal. But you gotta pick one. <laughs> man, I'm going with I'm going with top. TD. Okay, Cash Money or Death Row? Cash Money. Okay, here's the quintessential right now. Eminem, MGK, or g Eminem. And that is called the Quick Time Massage. No, oh, that was all. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm all, I'm all, I love our shit. I'm just being honest. So now, we got us all together. Oh, yes. Huh? What? What's going on? Do I got a chicken wing? You got a chicken wing over there. Oh, a chicken wing. <laughs> a chicken wing? You got a chicken wing. He's shaking the wing. So, yo, so, um, now this is the first loud. Experience. What is it called? Loud Experience. Damn, you named it. <laughs> the Loud Experience. Mm. Times Drinks, Champs. Experience. Experience. <laughs> I got one more shot left in me before I wrap it up. I'm about to wrap it up. Do you, do you realize I'm about to wrap it up? We'll do the shot, the shot, exit, and speech. then wrap it up. Yeah. yeah, shot, exit, speech, wrap it up. Yeah. Shot, exit, speech. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's so, That's safer. It's safe. Right. <laughs> so we ask every Same rapper shot. that comes here, and we ask every you know guest to come here. What is your favorite era in hip hop? Give us a ten minute, ten ten year span, or give us just your fucking era that you want. It doesn't matter. I mean, I'm gonna say my ladder. Okay, now now his loud era, EFN. Can you assume his loud era? Is that is that, is that a ten year? From yeah. what year to what year? Ninety two to two thousand two. Yeah, it's definitely. Oh, yeah, I think you won that one. <laughs> yeah, I think. All right. Okay. All right. I agree. Ninety-two to two thousand and two. What are we saying? The best era? Best era. Yeah. Ninety-two uh, to two thousand and two. I agree. Well, well, hold on. Hold on. Actually, no, no. Wait. I gotta say 80, Let, wait, 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 eighty-eight to ninety-eight. I gotta say. Man, I'm probably also biased. Okay. You know, I think the time when I went, but you know, ninety-seven to two thousand seven, that era that was really driven by Rockefeller, Rough Riders. Mm. To me, that was my favorite era. I had a another run Mm. from two thousand two to two thousand ten. Which mm. might even be bigger than the This is when Banner got it. This is Akon and Banner. Yeah. And Asher Raw. Yeah. You I mean, know, Akon's more the city. Raw, yeah. huh? This nigga just bought a city. Yeah. He's he doing different. He so, bought a city with electricity and everything. Right? So, nah, nah. You, you guys are killing it. Big up to David Banner. He's a big friend of the show. Yeah, Akon so as well. Yeah. 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 So He might be um, giving us a surprise visit. David Banner. Yeah, that's yeah. Take some motherfucking shots. I saw C Loud motherfucking records. Steve motherfucking Rifkin, Jonathan Rifkin, motherfucking Randy Acker. We all here. I am going to take this down. (laughs) Steve, I just want you to know, man, you know, uh, in our game, every time people get, you know, 10 years or more, 
that they want to kick us out of this game. And the thing is, the more you get seasoned with wine, the more better it tastes. Well, that's what I said. The more you get knocked down, the better you get up. Mm. Nobody thought I was good, right? SRC might not have been as cool as loud, but it was just as big, if not bigger. Right. So before we get up out of here, everything is going. How did the health, like, how did the health, like, just stop? Yeah. Um, Like, what was going on? I never went to a doctor. You're like like really black. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't go to the doctor for 30 years. Wow. Wow. Okay, damn. Fuck that. Yeah, that's really black. Okay. Continue. So, so it was my. So if I went to a doctor, he would tell me my blood pressure was fucked up, my cholesterol was fucked up. Getting divorced, a lot of stress. Stress, yeah. Um, Gained weight that I shouldn't have gained. Throwing chairs out the window. That was was before. (laughs) Um, So. Just, I mean, I died three times. Wow. Wait, you say you died three times? Yeah. On the table? I mean, where was it? During the table? Emergency room. In the emergency room. Yeah. This is. They shackled three times. Shackled or shocked? Shocked. 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 Wow. Do you remember that? So it was Christmas Eve. Six years ago, this past Christmas Eve, I was playing. My oldest son was still in high school, but he was a basketball player. He dunked on me, and he was hanging from the rim, and his nuts was in my face. So I, so I punched him in the face. Not out of anger, I, joking around, like, this is the most disrespectful thing a son could ever do to his father. <laughs> so my ex-wife is from Trinidad. So she sees what's going on. <coughs> And her accent, she starts yelling at me, calling me an animal, this, that. But we're laughing. Yeah. Next thing you know, I can't breathe. What? Right? I'm, and I don't have chest pains, but I have a pain in my back. So I said, maybe I pulled a muscle from swing. I mean, I had no idea what it was. I said, something's the matter. She goes, just take a shower and go to sleep. It's Christmas Eve. Right. In Trinidad. No, we were in no, we were in Boca. <laughs> Close enough, though. It was hard. Yeah. I feel I feel this um, in Trinidad. This is I go. I'm staying in her guest house. Boca's very beautiful too, as well. Isn't it? I'm staying in her guest house. I call nine one one, take his annex, and take a shower. They came and they said, "Oh, we got to take you in." They took me in. I remember them um, cutting my shirt, telling me I am having a heart attack. And they said, the doctor, actually, the doctor who was in the emergency room was my father's doctor. Oh, shit. He goes, Do you, are you related to Julie Rifkin? I'm like, yeah. He goes, I'm his doctor. So I felt some type of... Because he lived down here? Who, my dad? Yeah. 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 Um, no, because the doctor was your... Yeah, the doctor was my dad's doctor. So I felt a little relief. And next thing you know, this thing that they put in your throat to keep you breathing, Yeah. I, ri- I ripped it out. And... um. Yeah, not a good look knowing that. It's kind of weird. Like, yeah. you're talking about your health. But, it, you know, if I fucked up my larynx. Um, and I was in the hospital for a week. And, and ever since then, you know, God bless me, you know, to just... God bless. Amen. Oh, yeah. So, Lee, can we say a prayer? Can we say a prayer?
Wait, hold on, hold on. Before that. In Spanish or in English? No, that's the, the Jay-Z story. Yeah, man. You guys were leaving without that. <laughs> no, no. Before that, you have to get the Jay-Z story. Because I feel like this was like twice that you tried to like... So what, what, what exactly happened? So, I go back with Dame since he's 16 years old. Dame. Right? Dash. Right? So Dame is managing Original Flavor. It's hard. With his cousin, Damien. Right, and um, I had a relationship, with it and I was doing the promotion for Original Flavor. Uh-huh. Were they signed to a label? They were signed to Atlantic. Oh, okay. Oh, so Not Craig Calvin. Craig Calvin wasn't there that long. Craig was there. Wow, that since long? then, yeah. But he Craig wasn't the boss just, yet, right? He wasn't the boss yet, but yeah, Craig was, was already there. Craig was there. Craig, since was my, Craig was my connector. Craig was the one that was putting me on all these records. Yo, listen, if Craig was there since original flavor, I'm gonna be. Honest. Craig signed That's bad crazy. boys. Bad boys, bad boys. The what you gonna do? No, no original the song. Inner B- Circle B- song. Family. In 1992, there should be nobody in that building bigger than Craig. Craig should be the biggest dude in the building. I, he I, is. I well, he is now. But yeah. that was 1990 something. This was I'll tell you exactly when oh, it so was. So Julian and well, he Mike Kaiser That Dave was a teenager Dave, So I'll tell you exactly When it was I'm asking you Is Julian and Mike Kaiser Bigger than Craig or no? No Julie okay. No Kaiser's head of Urban um, Julie's President of Urban COO And Craig is the CEO Alright there you go Craig You deserve that Craig um, Alright I'm sorry Continue The day that Christian Leitner Hit the shot against Kentucky Christian Leitner What year was that? 92? 92 Thank you Dream Transport That's when um that's when I met Damon and his cousin Darren. Mm, Darren. Darren Dash. So, mm. cut to. Big up to Darren. He and Denver selling a lot of weed. Yeah. Cut. Phenomenal. <laughs> and his sister Stacy Dash. Baby, that up too. Right? So, cut to 94, 95. You know, whatever it was. Dane, Jay, come to the office. Or maybe just Dane. Mm. And he plays me Jay's out. Can I live? I want to do the I want to do it. Right? But I have to get permission. That's all I see. No. I have to get permission from BMG to sign it. Was Clive Davidson in there? No, there was um, Strauss Zelnick and Kevin Zinger. Mm-hmm. So, and I forget who the president was at the time. Mm-hmm. Joe Galante, I think. Um, at, R- at RCA. Mm-hmm. And... It was the time, right around the time that I threw the chair, you know, so it was like BMG never let me sign Jay or wow. Rockefeller. So that's the real story. I mean, wow. I would never pass on something like that. Because right. I remember, like, Big Face Gary. I don't know. I See, I, 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 don't, I don't know Gary. Right. Because Big Face Gary, his assumption was he came to, to you guys um, and you didn't sign him. We, we didn't do it, but I wanted to say, I had, listen, to me, I had the best A&R guys in the business. They brought it to me. I was never going to say no right. if Maddie and Scott Free brought something, right? right? I signed Pun on the spot without hearing a record because Maddie showed up at the office. Fat Joe's always This is the same Maddie from The Source? Yeah. From yeah. Inside Hunt? Yeah. Right. Maddie C. So that's that's how I signed That's how I signed Pun. Oh, Maddie was in the, huh? in the office. I thought Riggs brought him to you. No. I found uh, Pun... Was I was in Chicago with Quincy on the private plane. As we all do. We all do every other day. A guy by the name of Mickey Benson calls me. Mickey Benson. Oh, oh, that's my guy. Right? Art of Rap. Right. Art of Rap. Um, 
Mickey calls me with Fat Joe on the phone. I said, Joe, I'm in Chicago. I'll be in New York on Monday. Let's meet Tuesday. From Thursday to Tuesday, I must have get eight to ten calls that I shouldn't sign Joe because he's a gangster, he's an extortionist, he's this, he's that. <laughs> Joe comes to the office. I said, before we start the meeting, let me talk to you for a second. I said, I got ten calls that I shouldn't sign you or pun. Everybody says, you're a gangster, you're an extortionist. And I said, you know what? But I'm a gangster, and I love gangsters. Ugh. I said, so we're going to figure That's something out. I'll tell you something. That's why. That's why. That's why. That's why. That's why. Let me tell you something, Steve. That's why I love you. Fat Joe is probably one of the closest people to me in life. And he told me the same story, word for word, verbatim. could have made his side of the story up, and you could have made this side of your story up, and it could be word for word verbatim, the way it is. Uh, I just want you to let you know, thank you, because it believes me. <laughs> but for real, like, that, like that's, that's crazy, but continue. So, so say, I forget, so say we meet, I meet Joe on Tuesday, I'm going back to L.A., on Thursday, I said, can you come back tomorrow and bring punt? And the meeting's early because I got to catch a flight back to LA. So the meeting's say around 11 o'clock. And Maddie, who I shared an office with, is in the office. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing here? Now, don't forget, I got a six-figure royalty check waiting for him that he hasn't picked up in six weeks. Maddie. Maddie. What? He goes, aren't you meeting punt? I'm like, you came for this? The second they walk into the meeting, Joe and Punt, I said, you got to deal. Who's your lawyer? Everybody's like, are you bullshitting me? I'm like, I'm not bullshitting you. And Maddie goes, well, what are you going to do? I said, your job is to make the record and you're here because you want to hear this. And, and that's how the deal was done. I called, their lawyer was Tim Anderbaum. I called Tim. Tim Anderbaum. Big old Tim Anderbaum. He was my lawyer at the time, too. And the deal was done within a week. What are you doing? And, and, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> and and you thought did you do you think like cause alright Joe at the time um well I'm, I'm not even sure Joe was kind of gold at the time no he wasn't he wasn't even gold at no, the time right? but he was funny as hell he made me laugh yeah. there was one night I guess Chris was managing him for a minute too okay. right yeah yeah yes. so there was one day me and Chris were on our way to play ball and he had to stop at the studio play, you and Chris was on the way to what play basketball okay alright and um Joe was outside the studio. I don't know Joe at the time. Mm-hmm. But he cracked the joke. He, the window was open. And I, I mean, I was just laughing. So, mm-hmm. like I said, I can only judge you for how you treat me. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's how I'm going to treat right. you. So, I mean, and that's well, how. People I'm, literally called you and said, don't I'm, 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 Yeah, I mean, I don't know who Mickey Benson <laughs> told. No, I mean, he's told this story on Drink Camp so many times. It's so great to hear. So, <laughs> Yeah, like, say the same nah. story. He's told his story. So we had a meeting, um, uh. you know, Jer- Jeremy Zimmer, the guy from UTA. Okay, yeah. Right? So I, I brought Joe that's to That's the guy, right? That's the guy. That's the guy I introduced you to. Yeah, that's the guy, guy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So right. Joe told him the story mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the other day. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. it's true. Yeah. Goddamn, make some noise for Steve fucking work. <laughs> and then, you know, we took Joe to Vegas with us. 
that's that's because I've been hearing this. Um, you have the keys to a private room in a strip club in Vegas. I mean, I don't know if this it's is back in the days. I know? mean, it was the Crazy Horse too. Crazy Horse, I knew that. I was yeah. Going, yeah. I, so I didn't know if you wanted to our uncle, that our uncle owned it. Your uncle owned it. What kind of uncles? That sounds like some old school <laughs> Schultz shit, like 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 mafia shit back in the day. I ain't gonna lie, your father. I ain't gonna lie, your father owned the record label. Your uncle owns the car. What what's going on here? We're good. We're here. No, all right, all right, cool. <laughs> all right, cool. This is the mafia dog shit. Like, it is real talk. I respect it. Put that back though. I'm saying it. Put that back though. All of it. Yeah, let me tell you something. We at House of Mac, just in case people don't know, man. And we doing it, man. Yo, Steve, man, thank you for taking time out. But let's also thank let's you. pick up this motherfucking concert that's going down. What is it going down? And what date is it? 30th. January 30th, New York City Radio City Music Hall. January 30th, motherfucking New York City. The Loud Experience. The Loud Experience. The Loud Radio City Music Hall. Mm. Classic. I'm How many hip hop shows were that? Not many. Tomorrow I'm going to shop for my jacket because it sounds very cold. Because <coughs> I don't do the cold no more in New York City. I try not to. I checked the weather. They said it's going to be 45 degrees. <laughs> That's cold to me, sir. What was the first <laughs> hip hop show at Radio City Music Hall? What? What was the first hip hop show at Radio City first Music Hall? First I would say the MTV uh, Awards. What, what was the first one? I think it was The Roots. Uh, the no, Roots? The in 2005. Randy coming with trivia oh, right now. Beastie, the Beastie Boys opening up for Madonna. Woo! The Like a Virgin mm. album. I don't know if I'd call that all the way a hip-hop show. Hell yeah! What? Beastie Boys is Madonna's all the way the headline. Well, Beastie Boys participated. Participated. They have hip-hop. But I do... Oh, yeah, man. You're right with that. Boy, did they get food. They got booed. Yeah, because boys. it was Madonna's crowd. Like they, yeah. you know. Oh, they got booed like Drake at um Tyler um the Korea crowd. What? Tyler the Korea? Yeah, you ain't know. Like Drake got booed. Oh, Drake at Tyler's festival. Yeah. Yeah, this is that. No, you said Tyler the Crocodile, man. I said Tyler the Crocodile. You said Tyler the Crocodile, man. Yeah, definitely. Whatever. Whatever. If that makes you feel better. But yeah, yeah, that, that. So you saying Beastie Boys dealt? I Drake. So you, this is the Drake. Beastie gotta, Boys opened up for Madonna. Uh, but what tour was it? Like it was like the Like a Virgin tour. Like a Virgin. So touch you know, for the very first time. Was that crowd? Yeah, this is like the same song. This is Beastie's yeah, before anybody really really knew that. Right. Exactly. They were just like getting hot. And they. Yeah. But, but Drake been hot. He's not supposed to be. He's not supposed to be booed. He was not. Did you see that shit? I heard about it. Yeah. I ain't gonna front. His fans is terrible. Let's let's just be clear. I don't want beef. Nah, but Tyler responded. He he was dope the way he like he came back at his fan. Yeah, him too. Fuck him. Nah, man. Nah, Tyler was he was he he. Steve, Steve, Tyler. Nah, nah. But when I tried signing him, Tyler, yeah, or Odd Future, Odd Future. Hmm. Which is yeah. fucking ill. Right? The whole crew's ill. Nah, but they, them up. they drew a swastika. What? what? They did what? Yeah, and I guess they were trying to get a reaction out of me, and it was just like a real swastika or the Chinese no, swastika. The, they drew a real swastika. Where? Where did you swastika? In the, in the conference room, the meeting that I was having. With it's them. not funny. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I was just like, that's a little too not much. Not funny. Yeah. yeah. Not funny. I I think it's really in it. 
What day is this concert again? Is it January 30th, next yeah. Thursday, Radio City Music Hall. Oh, yeah. when this comes out, this Thursday. Yes, this it's Thursday. Yeah. This comes out this coming Thursday? Yeah. yeah. No, when this comes out, it's this Thursday. Uh, okay. No, because it, yeah, it'd be like Monday or something yeah, like yeah. This Thursday, January 30th. Yes, and we're going to get us up there. You know, because Steve got the prior play. Right, just keep me there. We're gonna have Quincy. We're gonna have Quincy on play. Yeah, we're gonna you know just real quick drink chance. We're gonna host this and get the fuck up out of Quincy's, here. Quincy's Quincy's yeah. orchestrating the band. Ooh. Nah, I'm fucking around with that. <laughs> yeah, Steve, man, Jonathan, man, Randy Acker, man. Yo, thank y'all for hanging with us. You know, Randy Acker is a part of the you know us, but you know you guys. But you know, you know, we really appreciate what you guys did for the business. You're stand stand tall for your artists. And we respect that. And thank you guys, man. You know what I mean? One, one, one million percent. Let's take a picture and then drops. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Drink Champs, hosted by yours truly, DJ EFN and NORE. Please make sure to follow us on all our socials. That's at Drink Champs across all platforms, at The Real Noriega on IG, at Noriega on Twitter. Mine is at Who's Crazy on IG, at DJ EFN on Twitter, and most importantly, stay up to date with the latest releases, news, and merch by going to drinkchamps.com. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually 
in person and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. 